incredible drama of St. Quentin Penitentiary is over. Carol Chessman has been executed. In the gas chamber, he breathed the poison fumes that terminated his life. He held a press conference pending what was to be his last appeal of all. Twelve years ago, Carol Chessman was sentenced to death for sex crime, kidnapping and robbery. A telephone wrong number beat him at last. For after a dozen years of one stay of execution after another, a judge's secretary dialed incorrectly and the prison didn't get the call in time. The gas chamber in condemned row claimed its victim after all. One of the last to see him alone was Ralph Champion of the London Daily Mirror. Execution 12 years after sentence raises strange issues. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right. I got you. Uh, when you were a kid, what was the scariest thing in the world to you? Oh, man. Like, there was fucking... Fucking just death. I was just always fucking scared to die. Staying kid. awake at night when you're seven year old, seven years old, thinking about how you won't exist one day. <laughs> well, I mean, I figured like if I was awake, if I was constantly awake, mm. then I couldn't die. Now, does that explain why I have sleeping issues now? No, that's more on the head of Adult Swim. But that's, but I mean, there's a lot <laughs> sure. of reasons. Uh, and now all these things feed into your current form though you know sadly it sucks that oh, you yeah, know that's no, how it works <laughs> no no i am uh you know i'm uh like a fucking like gundam of fuck you know it's what it is <laughs> uh you just gotta go with it you know you I take the to... parts and you fucking merge them all together and shit yeah yeah no i used to um i'll tell you what i used to be so scared of being uh uh left at like a store and then I guess uh, kidnapped and molested was my main one. Yeah. Did you ever I get mean, down on? You ever, was that ever like? Oh man, I think about this all the time. <laughs> nah, just because my mom being such an overprotective weirdo I was like, oh, it just wasn't gonna happen. Sure. I was too like too afraid to like be away from her because I was like, oh fuck, she's gonna yell at me or something. Sure. I am, or she's gonna feel like she's gonna have some sort of breakdown in the middle of this damn. Fucking TJ Maxx. I remember getting lost in the grocery store and being convinced that like every next aisle could be, you know, Michael Myers could be there, you know, on the next aisle or something far worse, like just like the old guy two houses down that I was convinced was a child molester. He's going to be there and my mom's not with me. And so you're like wandering around and somehow you got lost, you know, somewhere in the you know, the frozen foods or whatever, and you can't find mom. And then that sound comes over, Marky, uh, your mother is at aisle, uh, you know, like yeah. when they, they used to do that before they had phones. Right. I guess kids just, if I was, if it was now, I'd be seven years old. I'd have a fucking phone and my mom would, you know, send me a 
a DM or whatever. <laughs> she texts you like, "Yo, bitch, what are you doing?" Yeah, that's uh, how. That's definitely how it was, and that's how we talked to each other. Feel back better, then, Bucky. Too. That man definitely, almost certainly, was a child molester, but he's dead now. Yeah. No. Well, God, they. <laughs> I I've looked up that guy. Uh, it's been like ten years, but he wasn't dead in uh, I don't know 2011, and he was on I... Facebook. So. Well, he's. I mean, hey. We can only hope. We can only hope. Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. That'll do. That'll do, pig. Right? We did that before. Gordy. From Gordy. It's from Gordy. Yeah, it's from Gordy. (laughs) Okay, let's just do this, um, because I can't. I can't. No, rip, no, no. I can't this, rip on nothing, and my brain is broken. We're doing fucking nightmare, spooky, creepy motherfuckers. Like, yeah, we're doing monsters. It's a, it's a monster yeah, movie. Y- you got like people haunting nightmares and shit, and fucking, fucking weird men, fucking fat guys men. with knives and guys without knives, but they might have like something else. There's, there's a lot of. I'll tell you what. There's a lot of guys in wrestling that are scary. Um, to be sure, but like. Most of them are just like, like normal guys who are scary. Like that's the thing, yeah. I guess, is that guy, that that guy, like a couple houses down on Manor Street, in Beaumont. Yeah. Um, I don't remember his address. I would put it out there, just for the safety of the other kids that live in the neighborhood now, um, just in case. Um, but he, I guess, was a normal guy, kind of a normal guy. Possibly, who can say? The thing about it is, like, you know, like who's a really scary wrestler? Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, and all he is is really is a really traumatized drug <laughs> yeah, addict. Yeah, drug addict. Yeah, that is that is a that is a type of monster, though, right? Like, oh yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, so that's we're not. Like... What if we were doing that instead? We were doing like, here's the 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 worst heroin addicts in wrestling. I guess that's probably if our show was really bad. And like just like the poss- like the lowest possible common denominator, we'd probably do like here's an episode on all the guys who overdosed. Here's a mini series. Oh, uh, the dangers of somas. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. dangers of Nubane. Look at Axel Rotten. I mean, he looked like that before he got addicted to that shit, but then Dan fucking died. I rear-ended a guy. He had good kicks, man. I rear-ended a guy on Somas one time. Um, at, at, and it was at a stoplight. This is on Beltway Eight fucking corner of fucking richmond and beltway hey houston texas i was delivering pizzas um and i uh i, I you know we were at a stoplight and i just kind of like inched into him without i don't know realizing i was doing it and then i yeah. gave him and then i gave him uh insurance that was expired and i don't know i'm sure that'll have that'll probably come back to me someday <laughs> Hasn't no, yet, no. though. Hasn't yet. Yeah, if it hasn't yet, no. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, my rates are actually pretty good now. But that's what getting married does for you, because she's yeah. an angel. I'm the one who's got, uh, like, six accidents on my record. Yeah, like, I mean, there's, like, a, a Kevin Nash line from a shoot. It's like, taking halcyons. I mean, those are crazy. Those are the kind of thing you take, and then you say, oh, I... I murdered my wife, but I, it's okay. I was on Halcyons, and you get away with it. Like, you know. Yeah, I... Uh, not, like, that, that shit's all dark as hell, you know? I do miss the, that era of, you know, I didn't... I, I, I You know, as a... Uh, always recovering, always in recovery for uh, opioid addiction uh, myself, I, 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 I do kind of wish that I could have lived through the uh, the Halcyon days, I guess. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't that the term? Isn't that what? The... It is indeed. Yeah, I wish I could have lived on uh, lived in the Halcyon days of Halcyon and uh, and Quaaludes, but you know I wouldn't have fucking made it up the other side. So, um. Anyways, I guess that's pretty dark. Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. Um, I said yeah. that already. Um, episode sixty-seven. So, uh, fuck it. I, <laughs> I like this. That. I like that we don't know anymore. It's better than uh, we know. I mean, I just yeah. I mean, I'm gonna check, and I'm not gonna tell you because who All cares? Right. Yeah, I think I think I definitely nailed it. Um, so this is last year we did Lucha Underground, which uh, is full on people wearing costumes and doing Halloween shit, basically. Um, and then this year, you know, I I wanted to do. I was like, what if we do like, uh, you know, uh, Yoko and. Uh, <laughs> I was like Yoko and, and Undertaker from Rumble 94, which isn't even the good casket match between them. It has a horrible finish. But when I was a kid, the special effects and, like, him... You know the close-up of his face? Yeah. When he, like, wakes up inside the casket? Ah. Uh, I was, like, I was on the precipice of my fifth birthday. And I was already, you know, like I said, Taker... I guess that would have been a few months before that Taker scared the shit out of me at a house show. Um him opening his eyes and turning his head and looking at the camera. Um, and then I guess what his like spirit floats out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He ascends. Yeah. He ascends. Right. I want to do that one day. Um, too bad. I'll never get the chance. <laughs> uh, and you know, I, I, I guess I grew up religious, you know, and you know, um, I grew up praying with my dad at my bed every night to make sure that if I died in my sleep that I would go to heaven or whatever, you know, I, I had to, obs- and I'm not, you know, we're, no, we're not Catholic. Good fucking times. Yeah. Not, we're not, you know, it was like, uh, I don't know. It's, that's not some of that classic Southeast Texas bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Born again shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I was a, I was a scared kid. I was scared of basically everything and I never watched horror movies. To be sure. Yeah. You know, I never watched them growing up because my mom was not, wasn't really a horror person. I always remember her like she was like, she'd be like, I always thought that the shining, the book was scarier. The movie I just thought was funny. And it's like, all right, I'm doing just fucking jerk off motion right now. <laughs> thinking about that. I'm like, all right, man, that's mom. That's great. I love that. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, I like, you know, I, I I don't care about being scared by a horror movie. I just want like wild shit to happen. Yeah. Or maybe wild shit doesn't happen. Maybe it's well at this about point we're a... life and shit. Who cares? Look at this point we're adults, so a horror movie should be entertainment first and f- I mean it always yeah. should be, but like the thing is is like if if a, if there's a horror movie that is scary enough to disturb one of us at this point, then that's like that's like an exercise in. Uh, just like endurance and like mental fucking exhaustion that you have. Like the lighthouse is not like traditionally a horror movie. It's very much a comedy or whatever, but it's one of those movies that taxes your fucking brain. Have you seen the lighthouse? No, not yet. It's very good. Um, a big fan. And also the, the uh, Robert Eggers, Robert Eggers, the witch, uh, a, a, a movie that got in under my skin a little bit, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, and but for the most part, I want a horror movie to be big and bombastic, and I, you know, like like Nightmare Three, Dream Warriors, where there's a scene where uh, Freddy pulls a guy's arteries out and plays him like a puppet, like a marionette. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, I like to see that stuff. Like that stuff's fun and crazy and super inventive, and that and that movie. 
uh, in particular is awesome, and it's super well-directed. Chuck Russell, who also directed The Scorpion King, of course, uh, which is a... Actually, I also just watched that, and it's, you know, it's a five out of... It's a four out of ten. It's a solid, it's a, it's a solid four out of ten. <laughs> Dwayne, you know, he's a guy. He's I a watched, man who exists. I've watched all three of the Mummy movies recently, um, and including today I watched the one with Jet Li. Um, and... Yeah, what a franchise! I told you, uh, and I, and I like her. I like her a lot. Maria Bella, she's no, such a she's bad no casting fucking... choice. Holy it's just goofy. shit! And playing the same character as and you know, look, Rachel Weisz is uh, the most. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna check here. The most beautiful woman who's ever existed. I'm pretty sure. I'm looking at. Yeah, it's it's confirmed here. A luminous presence. Fucking luminous. Just a, an absolute superstar in every way, and just wonderful. The only good thing about Black Widow, of course. Um, and you know, hey, hey, the David you know Harbor. I love Olga Vol- you know Kurtlanko. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. There, there's there's pl- there's plenty to like in Black Widow. Okay. <laughs> I just, mean, I'm gonna watch that movie. And you shouldn't. Like, I just watched it. It really, it really stinks. It really stinks. Oh, I'm gonna be just like, oh man, this is a piece of shit. But obligations, you know. Uh, obligations. When you say obligations, I know what you mean. You mean uh, Rachel Vice in a leather bodysuit. Um, yeah, that's good. Maria know? Bello doing a British accent and drinking a little cup of tea. Just dog shit. And yeah, she's, she's the best. She's fucking suburban Philly. Like, she, no, no, no. Come on. She's an Italian American icon and. Uh, you know, we absolutely stand, and I love. You know, I've seen her uh, f- uh, frontal nudity in probably four or five different movies, <laughs> which uh, respect, big respect to Maria Bello, of course. Uh, bad decision on the part of noted pedophile Rob Cohen on recasting that character, um, allegedly. Uh, yeah, I is it alleged? It might be. He might have been convicted at this point. I'm really I don't sure. know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so I, I guess, you know, the scary stuff to me was always, you know, the, the religious stuff, like the, the fear of death. We were talking a minute ago about like staying up at night and just thinking about dying (laughs) when you're a little kid. Um, and you know, you, you sort of, you grow out of some of this stuff. Um, I never grew out of that. I still kind of do that. Something you ever do that now? Oh, oh, I have panic attacks. Uh, I avoided them for a while after my mom died, and then they just like they kind of came back. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you have like uh, a you know what are you gonna do about it? You have these big like emotional Don't like perfect. <laughs> you have these big like emotional like cornerstones of your life that you know. Um, I say cornerstones. I mean like you know moments that are such significant uh, emotional things, and you uh you change after it and then you sort of you know go back to normal eventually um yeah i guess i don't really i don't think about dying as much as i used to yeah i wonder do i i guess not huh probably not i don't know pretty cool that's self-improvement periods of like severe fucking hypochondria and shit i was just afraid of getting poisoned by like household chemicals and shit like sure. like there'd be like like you know a bathroom caulk is made out of that shit ain't good for you that shit'll kill you who can say yeah, yeah, don't eat it ac- yeah i'm not trying to eat it but what if i accidentally ate it i think i think meatwad was eating caulk out of a tube on an episode of aqua teen hunger oh, Force, yeah. but he was fine absolutely and ball of meat 
Um, ball of meat. Just a little ball of meat. Just like you and me, baby. <laughs> just a couple balls and of also, meat. Also, just like Yukahiro Kanemura. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll, I like that. Go ahead. What's so, the date? I don't have it. I don't. I don't know. I don't have anything. I mean, here. This is. Uh, this was taped on March first, nineteen ninety three, in Sevierville, Tennessee, <laughs> for Smoky Mountain Wrestling I'm sorry. TV. Go, I'm Kevin sorry, go Sullivan, the Prince of Darkness himself, versus sorry, Prince of Darkness. I'm sorry, you said it wrong. You know, Mister Mister No Respect. <laughs> you can hear Kanemura. Uh, you know now what happens in this match is that uh, it. It's not a match. It is a match. There is a bell. That's a match. Well, yeah, fucking he run, like, fucking Cal Bunga runs in the ring and it's like, all right, it's a match. Yeah, what's that guy's what? name? The, he's the referee. The Cal, the Mark Curtis. Yeah, Mark uh, Curtis. I've never Brian seen that match. Yeah. I've never actually seen Cowabunga versus Jim Cornette or whatever it is. The famous. I should watch yeah. that sometime. Um, yeah, we argued about that whether this is a match or not. Um, I mean, I literally like, is it a match or is it just listed? And cage match are just like full of shit because it is like well, completely impromptu and it doesn't really make sense for it to be a match. It just happens and you're like, you go with it, I guess. I'm fine with it. I'm well, they might have been imp- scheduled. I- we don't know. Maybe so. Kevin Sullivan attacks Kanemura, who we'll, I, I guess we'll talk to talk about it in a minute. I don't know what the fuck Kanemura's doing here. Um, I don't even know what Kevin Sullivan's doing here. Smoky Mountain in like early '93 is a mess. Um, it's cool. It's all very good, but it, like it's a really mishmash of of talent. Um, but I just want to get just right quick. Um, did you say Sevierville? Sevierville. I looked it up. Can you spell it, it for severe, me? S e v i e r v i l l e. Okay. I fucking looked it up, man. That's the issue because I looked at it and I find I would think Sevierville or se- like se- just Sever, just Severville. I don't know. Severe, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, maybe that's a little of my fancy, you know, Cajun ways, but but, but like but I, I think see that's that it. And I'm like that. Oh fuck, is that Sevierville? That's bullshit. But you know, the Southern drawl I think turns that into uh, Sevierville. Sevierville. You know, Sevierville. You know, you know how it's like Louisville. Well, this is like Sur- this is like Sevierville. Is how you Louisville. actually this is how you're actually supposed to say it. Sevierville. Um, Louisville, baby, woo. There you uh, go. I guess this is the first, yeah, this is the first Smoky Mountain. Is that right? We, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's the first, which is fine. I mean, uh, I, I don't... all these guys, as far as I can tell. Well, technically, we talk about, but that doesn't count. He's not a match. We've never talked about Kanemura, who... Yeah, which is crazy, just... because Kanemura's in so much great FMW shit, obviously. But, and stuff oh, after yeah. that. Zero One, I love him in Zero One. Um, Kentaro Kanemura, of course, is other... And uh, Wing Kanemura, right? Wing Kanemura, yeah. That's the three main names. Um, so this is so Kanemura. All right, first of all, this is Smoky Mountain, March '93, which means what? Smoky Mountain forms what? Summer of '92 ish? Uh, no, it formed uh late '91. Is late it 91. really? Oh God, I don't know. Well, I, guess, I feel like that maybe the TV starts in '92. Um, because I yeah, watched. And, and, I think the first episode airs. Uh, it might air in '92. Volunteer yeah, Slam one is the first episode airs uh, February first ninety two, but it's okay. taped. Uh, amusingly, given what we're doing, uh, Mischief Night nineteen ninety one. Okay. Uh, October 30th. Weird. That's a four month. 
that's a long delay. Yeah, yeah. I know Cornette didn't really have anything better to do with his time, but fuck, dude. Yeah. You like, like Smoky Mountain, right? So, I mean, Smoky Mountain... Oh, I like Smoky Mountain, yeah. Smoky Mountain's cool as hell. They're a big-time TV fed, right? Where it's like the week-to-week stuff is kind of the... I mean, you, you have the super shows or whatever, like the, yeah. the big... The Volunteer Slam or whatever it's called. Um, but, like... I feel like it. It was. It was just such a tight, you know, throwback to to Memphis, you know, wrestling TV. Um, with you know, I mean, obviously a lot of the same faces, all the same talents, in the same basic, you know, general area. Um, and, yeah. You know, it. I've I was able to probably for for a good year. I watched from the first episode of Smoky Mountain up through like mid ninety four or so before I you know fell off or got busy or whatever and it was just some of the most like easy comfort food wrestling tv that you could possibly get um you know just it, an incredible like lineup of like who's who and who's that and like what the yeah. fuck is this why is there a nazi and who's this guy in a wheelchair and why is this guy <laughs> getting stabbed with scissors like or it's not scissors it's a railroad spike in my head this was scissors and I realized yeah. the the thing I mixed up here was uh, Madman Pondo and Ian Rotten with the scissors from CCW. Have you ever seen that match? Yeah, it's pretty famous. I think it was a famous tape match, like when back when like Smart Mark Video was like you know only t- selling VHS tapes. That was one that was always like you've got to see the legendary you know scissors incident from, and it was in you know New Jersey of all places and not Indiana where it belonged. But I guess that's how they got it to be so well known um but like this yeah this is um I, I you know i don't know call it a match don't doesn't matter um i didn't check on striga's website uh you know i i i don't subscribe you don't to respect it. it you I don't do, respect it i respect the database uh in theory but i don't respect the content uh th- therein nor do i respect the 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 uh, attempts to turn that website from a database site into an opinion site where people leave reviews on no things. no no where you have like a real philosophy about shit no that fucking sucks yeah uh I'm, it's really i'm here i'm only i'm a caretaker as you know mm-hmm. i just you know i go hey, on the website Bob i go Holly versus brock lesnar that match is great that deserves uh, oh you're rating. but you're rating matches see you're psychotic i could never i could never. oh i am but i'm not putting effort into it yeah but also i yeah i i mean what do you what do you rate bob holly versus brock lesnar i guess 10 i give it like an eight i think see that you, you're getting too complicated there <laughs> you're getting it's either a 10 or one that's how wrestling yeah, works nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that's how it should work on cage match because it's all bullshit um yeah, Ke- Kevin Sullivan in 93. What? He's wrestling uh he's in ECW a little bit. What else yeah. is he, What is what is he doing? Is he he's in Glo- is he in Global before that? Is Kevin Sullivan a guy who went to Global or is he just working like Florida Indies? What the fuck is he doing? He might have gone to Global. I don't I don't feel like he did, but I wouldn't be shocked because it's like it's Sully, like he's just he's just around. He's a fungus of a man. Uh no offense to him. He's one of the greats, but he is a fungus. Well, he does uh, float uh, around. He is a guy who floats around a little bit, and that's kind of always his deal. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, he was in WCW, and then he ends up here, basically. He never did club. Yeah, that makes sense. So he's in WCW before this, then? Oh, oh yeah. okay. But, all right. Up to when? 
when does he leave WCW? Because I remember him like the feud with Jimmy Garvin, you know, which <laughs> like uh, he's like, I know something about that girl of yours, you know. And he's like, I got ta- I, mean, I got f- photos of what was it, baby doll? No, not baby doll. Who's Jimmy Garvin's girl? Precious. Precious. I got photos of Precious. He would I say mean, shit like that. He's you know? like more or less gone from TV by. Uh, May 1990, but and then he also inexplicably just shows up in 1991 because it it's it's fucking WCW 1991. It's a fucking lots of things are happening. Oh yeah, most of them are stupid. Yeah, I guess they are. Like he's just like working war wall, games huh? matches on the Great American Tour like shows and fucking like fucking Dayton or some shit. I don't know. Like what? Like you're yeah. Like Richmond, Jacksonville, teaming with. Uh, like one man gang and shit and uh fucking oh, yeah, the, the varsity i can't forget about the fucking varsity club that it was like the varsity club man yeah that it was like he was like a he was the he was still like sort of doing a prince of darkness kind of thing but all yeah. of a sudden it was also like what if i was also a jock because you know? he, he is an amateur wrestler, which seems hilarious. Except for, I did find one match of his against Dusty from uh, 3PW, where he just looks like Scott Odsteiner, which is extremely funny. He looks like Big Papa Pump. Yeah, I've but, seen that like, match. I've seen that. I, uh, I had that tape. <laughs> and you're you're like, no, he will. Uh, but it's it's like him perverting the youth. Not joking, yeah. I did have that tape. <laughs> I had like a, I don't, a bunch like, of 3PW oh, shows. You, you know what I believe you. Uh, Good run there. Good run for a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. I've had moments. Sullivan yeah, Slaughterhouse? Like, yeah, I don't... Who remembers any of this shit, you know? It's 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 a weird thing. Brad Armstrong and Owen Hart defeat Dr. X and uh, Kevin Sullivan from Columbia, Ohio, which I'm not sure is a place. Also, who the fuck was Dr. X? Columbia, Ohio. Yeah, no, I, we got some friends that know where Columbia, that's Ohio. Kevin Nash. We that's Kevin We know where... We, we, we got a couple Kevin friends Nash, who can point you in the direction Kevin of Columbia, Su- that's Ohio. A fucking, what a fucking weird time, man. Yeah. 1991 WCW. Yeah. Um, and then Kanemura. Kanemura was an FMW trainee. Was he like, or not a trainee? He was like a guy who was like, he was like a jobber in early FMW shows, right? Yeah, kind of. He didn't like, um, he was, he came up from, he was like a wing guy, but he was uh, like more than anything. I think he like started as an animal Hamaguchi student. Yeah, he didn't actually start in FMW until 94, until wing has kind of, Hit the skits. Yeah, it looks like he was a Japanese shindy guy, and then was then got got into wing. Um, Oriental yeah. pro, it's so so forth. Yeah, pro wrestling crusaders. <laughs> yeah, the he, network he, he of did wrestling. The, he he did weird... the whole circuit. He 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 hit all the all the territories for sure. Um, and the network then, of wrestling has a weird fascist looking logo, but uh, maybe that's is just that a... that's the one that uh now right. Yeah, that's yeah, that and that yeah, that's the one. If you check on Cage Match, Phil was telling me about now on the fucking Way of the Blade podcast, and I was like, I don't know what that is, man. Yeah, because yeah, it was his fed. I don't know. I don't ever heard of that shit. Um, yeah, Kanemura is uh, a guy that sticks around forever. You know, I mean, is he is he dead now, Kanemura? No, he retired in like the end of 2016, and he stayed retired. Now, had he been kind of blackballed? A little bit because he was just kind of a kind of a pain in the ass. He's to like deal a with, he's but... like a sleazy piece of shit, also kind of. Yeah, a little bit, but that's cool. Being, I could find some stuff. A bad on that. person. Yeah, it is cool I to mean, be bad. He was like a groper and shit. Oh, uh, that's what it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like he had the yeah. So he has the wing Caribbean heavyweight title. So he and yeah, he and Wally Yamaguchi are here showing the belt off, 
And Kevin Sullivan, who's prepared, who, you know, I, I think he has announced, uh, they've announced the Singapore spike match with him and Brian Lee, or maybe this is a run-up for it. He decides, eh, fuck that, fuck that pasty fuck. I'm going to fuck him up. <laughs> I made him sound more like Dom Guarini than a boss. The guy, let's ignore that. They got similar uh, builds. And you're just like... Guarini and Sullivan? They're kind of uh, yeah, well, similar they, guys. Yeah. And you see, and, and so he's just like, he just like beats the shit out of Kanemura. Uh Kanemura gets him like one punch on the floor. Uh, Bob Cottle and Dutch uh, Mantel, phenomenal commentary team are here. Uh, how do you think, what do you think about uh, Dutch's backwards uh, neon pink uh, baseball cap? Well, he looks great. He looks phenomenal. I mean, he, he looks he great. He's such an early 90s man. I'll say this about Dutch also. He sounds great, uh, especially when he says, uh, Sullivan's t- attacking uh, d- d- uh, Camaro K- K- over there. <laughs> and I, then I, I was like, well, I gave him like one, and I was like, okay, that's all right. And then he called him Camaro four more times. He, he does it at least one more time. And the thing of it is, I don't know if it's that he just can't open his mouth right or something, but, or that he doesn't care. It's really, I, I think he, it's I really think hard he for people in the South to to, to talk yeah <laughs> that's all i'm saying Bob just, just all you know velvet fog and he's shit a plant and like, he's, yeah oh, he's a oh. he's a psyop bob coddle was a psyop he's not actually from the south that's a that's a yankee that's oh, a that's, that's a bullshit. big city a big city yankee uh that was sent down to to infiltrate um covert yeah ops. yeah that famous uh you know you're fucking from fucking charlotte <laughs> was it him or solely who worked for jesse helm so it was probably both great times uh <laughs> all right so the, the basically kevin sullivan stabs Kanemura a bunch in the arm with uh with the stick with the with the with the spike not the stick the golden stick is that what it's called it's the Singapore spike. The Singapore it's, it's spike. one stake. Okay, okay. And this is not the golden spike, the railroad spike that he used. No, no. Okay. It's, he has, it, it, you know, he has various weapons. Depends sure. on. Well, you evolve over time, of course. Yeah. Uh, and Lord some knows he guys, did. Some guys, you know, they like to release an acoustic record. This is that. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Solely unplugged. I like that. Um, yeah, he uh, he stabs him a bunch. They do the graphic, uh, which is the 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 Ron the, Bass, yeah, and Brutus. The iconic censored, yeah, like axe over, but just seeing this this tub just bleed, it's great. Yeah, and Kenimura also blades uh, his head and bleeds a ton. Like it's this is like a five minute clip. It's fucking sick. Um, I mean, he gets a little bit of offense in the ring. He gets in like like a flying punch. He's he, but it's like it's a squash. Yeah, uh, and and mostly because it's it, it, I don't. I guess Kanemura was just here to here's in the United States to I don't know why not you see what happens and but of course he was going to feud with Sully and Wing so it was like because Sullivan had been working since he left uh, WCW permanently had been working a lot in Japan so he's like yeah let's fucking uh, let's get some footage of me uh, metalizing we'll this set it kid, up here right? and then uh, we'll go over there and we'll do it over there well uh, yeah you want to yeah, we'll go down to Puerto Rico. We'll get some. Uh, we'll get some roast pork with uh, with Victor. <laughs> yeah, so we'll that's the thing is Victor is able. Victor can fly these guys back and forth. Oh yeah. So he... like yeah, like he's yeah. It, what, what's Victor's Victor, deal? Victor, uh, okay, so Victor can Jonas. I don't know quickly, if quickly, because we're not actually covering. We're not okay, really so covering he, him on this he episode. He was the promoter of, uh, of IWA, IWA Japan, 
and Japan, and, and, and he was also promoter of Wing. You go on to promote IW Puerto Rico. He had connections with everybody. He had he, he was like a guy who just fucking could right. put his finger in any pie. I want to know where did his money come from. That's where I'm thinking shady, though I can't prove Is it, that. It's like criminal stuff. Okay, well that's all. I, that's I think that's all I want to do on Kunones today. Uh, you know, if it was, bless him. He had some great wrestling product. It, right, Quinones is also. I say I keep doing it. It's Quinones or Quinones. Victor Quinones. Okay, so I'm I'm fucking up both. It's Quinones, uh, Quinones. Uh, he is. Uh, he's also a, like a good promo. You know, like yeah. which, You know, like he would be. He was a personality on screen from time to time. Um, fascinating yeah, he, guy. He's like managing Terry and Pogo uh, in FMW. A little I bit. just saw him somewhere, and I don't remember what it was. I can't. It was something like that, but it wasn't that. He's um, a real scoundrelly looking dude. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, he's he's got a great. He's got a Drake like a a, a, a drug, maybe not a drug dealer, but like a you know. A, he looks like he could lead a cartel. Yeah, like he's well, he's like the guy. He he's not the he's like the guy who. It's like does the the numbers, you know? Yeah. Kinda? But he's, he's like fum. he also carries a gun, but he doesn't use it, you know, or he will, yeah. but hopefully he doesn't have to because he can't aim for shit. Um, that's that's Quinones. Uh, he's cool, and we'll talk about him, I'm sure, a lot in the future. Hopefully, um, we do. This nah. th- I want to say just quickly the the censoring the red X, which is very funny and cute. Obviously, um, it's so particularly edited in this, so you see. And Sullivan is really stabbing his arm. Like, yeah. I don't know how sharp that fucking thing was, you know? And I'm sure it was, you know, it's all blading to, to, to get the color, probably, I would assume. Um, but the the way that they do that little censored graphic with the big red X, they show you right up to and a, just a tenth of a second after he hits with the spike on the arm. So it's not, it's like not actually censoring the impact and like the actual no. stabbing. It's censoring the second after it, which I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, it's like what it's when it, it's censoring fuck, but you hear the fuck, you know what it is. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's a good segment. And, uh, it's a real match. It is a real match. I don't care what now, anybody says. <laughs> now let's talk about fuck. December second, two thousand and seven, in okay, a ten thousand <laughs> fun pack match. We have this is of course that TNA Turning Point two thousand seven from the Impact Zone in Orlando Studios, beautiful Orlando, Florida. Uh-huh. Or Universal Studios, beautiful Orlando, Florida. I'm trying too fucking hard to do this bullshit. We have you're trying to do it Office justice. And Raven versus the fucking team of Black Rain. And relic. Yeah. So. Yeah, baby. I feel like relic is so much of a fucking meme now, and it has is. has been for it's... years. Has been for so many fucking years to the point where I'm in the fucking you know uh, pirate stream of of AEW Rampage, and people are making relic jokes in there, and like you know I. I I, Tom K asked, what's this TNA garbage brawl? And I sent him the link and he was like, oh, bummer, relic, really? And I was like, fuck off, dude. Yeah, like, like oh, holy shit, you wrote for, like, you wrote, you wrote let's, for all, all right, let's not, let's for, not, let's not, let's not specifically you're gonna, shit on Tom K. I'm just saying the entire thing. Relic, we're going to go out of our way to criticize Johnny Stamboli. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, it's, 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 I understand it's a funny name. The 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 outfit is very funny. It's sort of like a gladiatorial gladiatorial sort of 
Is that kind of what it is? Sort of like a skirt. It's kind of. I mean, it evolved because he was a fake great Muda in uh, Muda's uh, All Japan. Yeah, but I haven't seen he that. So I, I don't. I don't. So have it any was of that. like that's, that's not where in like my brain. the mask that look all comes from. It's just like yeah. Well, and he doesn't like, mist, but yeah, I. The, Muda never wore uh, this. Like yeah, this no, he, oh, he no. looks like he could be in Dune. Oh yeah, he's got like a look to him. It's a great look. Yeah. Oh, I and I like it. Yeah, I like it. I think he's good in this match. Um, it also helps that he's the only man of these four anywhere close to in shape. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Somehow I didn't consider that because he looks so stupid. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Is if you're gonna have like such a great physique, you should like wear something that like emphasizes it, not a fucking skirt, dude. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe maybe a skirt, not for that body. Just my yeah. pers- my personal opinion. I mean, he 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 could he could not he could wrestle without having to wear a shirt or someone wanting him to put a shirt on. You know? Yeah. He can't say that about Abyss Raven or Dust. Yeah, I, he's got an upper body, and I I like that. You know, I, look, we all love to look at a, a, a man's fucking uh, oily ripped chest. Um, of course. The the thing is, is like the rest of him looks so fucking stupid. <laughs> It's a goofy uh, look. It does. Like it's he, a cool look the, though. It owns. It's but it's 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 real. It's the barrier it's to entry it, to enjoy a a relic match. I understand is quite high. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but I, no, I was just like fully like with this fucking. Well, I've show. never seen this him. I've never thing. seen him wrestle. I mean, I've seen yeah. Johnny Stamboli wrestle, but I've never I've never seen a fucking relic match. What am I fucking? I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, what am I? Uh, some kind of fucking I don't know. Uh, guy who watches 2007 TNA. I guess I am now. Um, yeah, bitch. Killer promo now, from Dustin. This promo. He's doing his Batman Dustin voice. Rose. Like this is straight up Bale's The Dark Knight, right? Yeah, it's really funny. It rules. My ultimate nightmare relic. Yeah. Well, he's like I think he calls him. Does he calls he calls him his ultimate nightmare. I thought he just called him like my good buddy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my good buddy Relic. Um, yeah, Relic's Cow. there. He's nodding and looking stupid while Dustin does the entire <laughs> promo. Um, who is hold? He's holding a rat. Um, or it is apparently rat Misty an Arctic fox? They call it later on. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he... I think that's just a. Excuse me, isn't that just a rat? No, <laughs> the rats are all the people. Are all the things out there? I see. Oh, is it a joke uh, about Dust... the rats? Wait, is Misty just some like rat that? was like famous in the fucking no, impact no, he, zone. No, no, the rats the people. No, 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 no but hear me out. Hear yeah. me out. Is the is the is this marmot that he has uh named Misty because some notorious hoe in the impact zone was named Misty? You <laughs> can't see all... what I'm doing right now, but I'm doing the Trump when he finds out about Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying hints. Oh yeah, yeah. I know that one. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Misty for the rat. Isn't that fucking great? Anyway, Dustin licks the rat twice. He licks the rat. Also, he licks the rat. Um, he licks the rat twice. I'm gonna, I, they say Arctic. What the fuck is an Arctic fox? Because that's not. They called it an Arctic fox. That's a okay. An Arctic, Arctic fox, fox is a real fox. Really a that's a that's. A, but it's also a, a little puppy dog. Okay, I don't understand what the joke is that Mike Tanay is doing when he calls it an Arctic fox. Um, well, no, Dustin calls it an Arctic fox too. I don't. It's. It. I don't know what the riff is there. It is a rat, though, right? It's like a. It's a. Uh, it's a. It's probably about terror. Or I don't know. Who gives a shit? It's. It works because you know why? Dustin licks the rat. He licks the rat, and then it, he's licking the rat. And he's then, looking. He's wearing that wig. 
Yeah. Oh, the okay. So if you're not aware, well, he, and dr- God he, knows, he, he drops the rat in the toilet, and Jeff Bridges like has to like flip. You know, sorry. Now, if you're if you're unaware, now Black Rain is a weird inversion of Goldust. He's wearing a black suit with like silver markings, and he's got yeah. He's he, he, this is opposite. I've Gold never Dust. seen this. I've never seen this guy. But <laughs> and he's wearing a black wig, and he looks. He looks like fucking he looks like divine the, on a bad day, the man. The son of uh, Dusty Rhodes. The son or daughter of Dusty Rhodes. You know, looks great. Yeah, he's um, incredible. It, I, I thought it looked. I thought it looked great. Um, he's no, he's it, big. It's a fun. It's a cool. It's a fun. This look. is the biggest I, I've seen him. He right? is gargantuan. He's like he, a yeah, he looks balloon. like he looks Eric Rowan sized or something. I, no, especially he, in that bodysuit, he looks huge. He looks like Dusty Rhodes. He looks like Dusty. <laughs> this is so the closest his tall, body ever got. Well, right, like, right. Just like this, he's a jelly bean of a man. He is it's, a little jelly it's bean, wild. isn't it? He's a, he's a small jelly bean, and we and we we love him. Um. Now, um, abyss is abyss. Yeah, but you know what I got to say about this period of Raven. He all right. Let's talk about this. Raven. Is a phenomenal look for Raven. He looks like he is shit. not recovered from. He is just. It's just hair thinning. It's not going well. The hair, the sunglasses. He looks like fucking say, Tom Waits or I'll something. Say, <laughs> it's insane. I'll say this about Raven in, in December two thousand seven. You could see his scalp with the lights off. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> he it's... is. He is bloated as hell. Uh, his like skin looks bad. You know, like yeah. I don't like to say shit. I don't like to talk shit about people's like complexion or whatever. Like that's like the meanest shit. And there's nothing you can. I mean, you know, you work so hard to take care of your skin. He looks so fucking bad. I don't um, think Scotty was taking care. No, of I know. Skin. No, I'm like, you know me. I'm extremely vain and uh, yeah. So I, I think I like if I look at him, I'm just like, oh baby, <laughs> oh sweetie, somebody's got to do something for you. <laughs> like it's just. Oh like, yeah, man. no, no. You could you could just with a few you know a, a couple daily uh, techniques you could you could make yourself you could better yourself, um, yeah and uh, what I guess there's ten thousand tacks, I don't know how yeah is that you think it, that's I accurate mean, I think it's probably ten I thought it looked like more honestly it looked uh, like a shitload of thumbtacks yeah uh, was it more that was it closer does it does it look more like ten thousand tacks than as uh, as this, as you've told the C- the story before years ago now uh, about the CZW one million thumbtacks match. Well, so the C- uh, so quite famously the CZW one at one mil they tried to raise money or they tried to get people to donate thumbtacks. This would work now if somebody did this now. If time bomb oh, Eric, yeah. time bomb Eric, time bomb Eric, I know you're listening. Um, if you hear this. Try to do the do it like a hundred thousand. Just keep it simple. Two fifty maybe, you know, two hundred fifty k, um, and and just set up like a a some sort of GoFundMe or whatever where it's just like donate for the or like a fucking uh, Indiegogo, you know? Yeah, I'm sure they'll accept I your ass say, for that. Uh, Beyond ran Ricky Shane Page and Nick Gage in like 2018 with like. Two hundred fifty thousand tax or something like that. Okay, but did were they do, were they tax. crowdfunded? Because that's important. No, that's, that's why the, the CZW key. one that's million the corny power move. That's not even a corny move. It's a, everybody live everybody together. Bring it in, bring it in. Get a hug from Time Bomb Eric yeah. for bringing the foam tax. You know, not a literal hug, but a metaphorical hug. Yeah, bring well, it in. I mean, I, you know, I'd rather hug him than Zandik. <laughs> uh, <Fucking> <laughs> 
I mean, you know, which which one of these guys is more likely to have gotten the actual vaccine, right? Um, no, the uh, the the thing with uh, the CZW ring was that it was they they like were like yeah we didn't get the goal and they 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 build it as like one hundred and seventy thousand or whatever, which is phenomenal. And if you look at that match. I mean, you know, what? We'll, we'll. I think we'll revisit that one day because I feel like I, I just give me a reason. You know, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary in a couple of years here. Um, Cage of Death Five suspended, of course, from December 03. Yeah. Is that right? 03 or is it 04? Yeah, that's 03. 03. Um, just one of the one of the most special matches of all time, and that ring full of quote unquote a million thumbtacks. It's it's like 170 thousand thumbtacks, I think. And it is insane. It's it. You cannot walk in it. It's impo- impossible to walk in this muck. You know, uh, yeah. B boy was wearing golf shoes in there. Um, you know, ten thousand looks like a lot. I don't know. I was pretty impressed. I, they they look good. They you know they knew how to shine those impact zone lights off of a shiny sharp object and make it look good. There's one. There's something to be said yeah, yeah. for the fucking production. Uh, not value, but the you know the innovation of like lighting and and editing techniques and camera angles that you got from mid two thousands TNA compared to Kevin Dunn, you know. Um, oh yeah, I mean if we get feels, the split screen in this match too, which is cool. You know, yeah, we're talking yeah, about that all the time. It feels like 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 the way the intro the intro like the entrances of like the uh, like the five second or so clip of the uh, the. The, the video Tron or whatever. Yeah, that yeah, that's kind of that cutting edge. Like that's what they do. Continuous with the WCW legacy in a good way, and you and, just feel it feels warm. Well, and also know, that is weird. exactly what they do. Like I don't know if you watched WWE lately, but like when Bobby Lashley comes out, you watch 15 seconds of a fucking video before you see him. Like it takes up this. It's not you're not like looking at the crowd reacting. It's just watching his titan tron video for 15 seconds like okay. so yeah they, they this this era of tna um it's a lot of ups and downs i think i haven't watched a ton of like i haven't seen hardly any of this 0607 stuff 05 you know 05 you got the fucking styles daniels joe stuff and i've gone back and i watched joe angle joe steiner which are masterpieces god we should do that episode just joe and Joe wrestling dream matches in TNA, Joe versus Sting, where he does a fucking the dropkick down the stairs and like broke oh, his back. Oh, guys, Kevin Nash uh, versus Joe because we're, when we do oh, our I've Kevin never Nash seen that. 2009 run, Joe was Wait. so fat, but Nash is bleeding and it looks great. Nash bleeds against Joe? Yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah, Nash. I, that's that's Nash, what I haven't like, seen. Nash is an old man garbage wrestler. 2009 deserves right. uh, no, no, no. some stick. Write it down. All right. Joe. It's four matches. Easy show. Joe versus Angle. Joe versus Steiner. Joe versus Sting. Joe versus Nash. Holy shit. What a fucking episode that All is. All the greats. Mark it down. And get somebody somebody weird on. <laughs> um, yeah. So the the period here is kind of strange to me and tna by 07 is like clearly positioned themselves as not competition <laughs> yeah and just like basically a place for for them to make some guys so wb can eventually give them a better contract uh if they want them which you know some of them chris harris didn't do so well obviously no. but you know there there's um 
plenty of examples, you know. I'm sure. I can't think of, I guess, you know, like Christian and like pe- bringing guys back, especially Jeff Hardy. Yeah. It became like a rehabilitation ground for some of those guys, which is really very funny to think about um, the, the arcs of Jeff Hardy's career in and out of TNA. It's uh, quite amusing. Um, but yeah, all right. So the match, let's see here. The match is, uh, there's a bunch of fucking thumbtacks and they do some shit. Uh, Abyss. All right. First of all, Abyss. What do you think of, of Abyss? Is he? Do you like Abyss? I like Abyss. I don't know if I, I ever. I I've ever. I never call Abyss like particularly good. He's a good bumper. But he, he's great. Bleeder. He's like a. He's like a shockingly good. He's just like a shockingly daring bumper. Um, he, and yes, he's a good bleeder. He, you know, like if you put him in a war games match, would you be? Would you be like Abyss is in a war? No, you'd be like that's cool. No, I don't think that plays he's to his like, strengths. Actually, I think he needs to go out of the ring. I think I think War Games is the wrong kind of match for him. A, maybe, but I mean, like him just being like a big dude running into people. You know, that's I like you're not wrong, but I mean, like, like he, I, I mean, he's a tag guy, and he's uh, a gimmicks guy. That's all fine. Multi man guy, Multi, great, great, great in in big four ways and five ways, like a you know King of the Mountain or whatever the fuck that is. Like I'm, I'm sure he's really good in a couple of those. Um, is that what it's called, King of the Mountain, where you have to hang the belt back up? Yes. Is that right? <laughs> so the penalty cool. box. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, you get pinned and you go to the penalty. You go to the penalty. So ideas. Fucking great idea. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's got like some pretty good little hammer fists. Like he doesn't throw punches really, but he throws a big hammer fist. And he's got big arms, so it looks good, you know. And then he's got he- that the mask, which is you know obviously sort of an you know, it's not mankind exactly, but it's pretty clearly a similar design. The mask has that little open quadrant of his forehead for him to blade through, which is yeah. which, and hey, we've I seen mean, it a million he times. Like, he does the Umaga uh, ass run and just crushes Black Rain if it looks great. Yeah, he's got good offense. Yeah, for sure. I guess maybe you know, I okay. I guess I just I we worked ourselves into saying Abyss is actually good. <laughs> Because everything we're saying, yeah, okay, everything we're saying is like he is a good. I don't wrestler. think we could call. I don't. We're not gonna call him great, but he's good. He's useful. You just gotta know what to do with him. Holy shit, TNA! Sometimes they had no idea what to do with him. Yeah, but he wouldn't TNA. exist without him. Nobody else would have ever given him this shot. That's the crazy thing about Abyss. Is Abyss is one of the true homegrown TNA talents. Like he yeah. might be number one. Yeah, I mean, he more like he styles. I, I mean, guess. I, yeah, styles. I mean, styles obviously styles, was in Wild Side. And like he Honor, comes from Wild Side too. Uh, have you Does seen it, Abyss comes from Wild Justice? Side? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a Jeff G. Bailey, uh, like uh, in this gimmick. Dude. Yeah, and he's like no he's shit, big huh? and he's got long hair, but he's no mask, and he's ve- and he talks and he's very effeminate. Now this would they would do this one they would do like the Joseph Park shit like later. Who sure, cares? sure. This is him as like a weird. He was queen. funny in those. He was funny in those those later Joseph Park stuff though, right? I always found him kind of yeah. like he. Yeah, he had some stuff where he was a weird like manager for AJ Styles for like a month last year, twenty nineteen, and he was he was good on like Raw talk or the fuck too. He is wait what he he's a good WWE? personality. Yeah, he's an agent. Right now. Yeah. Abyss. Yeah. And he was an on-screen talent and manager yeah, for he was. AJ Styles for, like for one month? For like a month, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm actually like having deja vu. I may have 
I feel like we may have. I may have asked. You may have been like, "Yeah, this is an agent." I'm like, "What? Does that happen on this show?" Sanjay Dutt was too, but he left for AEW. That's the even crazier thing. Nah, not crazy to me. Sanjay is well regarded, but I'm also like, how did he have two jobs and companies never worked for? The magic of uh, that's that's the magic of you know the wrestling business. Yeah, yeah. Abyss. Uh, I, I guess. I guess. I you know, the thing about Abyss is he he has that sort of uh, you know Undertaker thing where he's got all this stuff around him. He's got like a big backstory or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, and he's got like he's got a signature gimmick matches. What's the what Monsters Ball? Monsters Ball. Which is in theory you're you're locked in solitary confinement for 24 hours before the match. Yeah, they stopped doing that after like the second one, but but that's so cool. It's really funny. So I like cool. the idea of it. I I think like, I think they should really do it. In like in like mixed martial arts, that would make me watch. You know, <laughs> they have, you have to you have to weigh in in a room that's like just completely dark, soundproof, and there are rats in the corner. Um, yeah, I would like that. Uh, yeah, so Relic also, I want to say Relic is good in this match. <laughs> yeah, um, he's got some decent punches. He's got great knee lifts. Um, Tanay mentions that his name. Uh, is, is uh, in fact is killer spelled backwards. He says it like three times. I swear he only says once, man. I no. I don't know. It's weird I that was... he said it at all, though. He shouldn't have said it because it's so stupid, and it seems like like that's the joke or something. And then you're like, well, why why is it a joke? Why is it anything? Why isn't yeah, it just if look it's at this the... dude? He's like, he looks like a weird fucking like rapist monster or some shit i don't know uh, it's He's a cool character fucking... no i i like no that's the thing i like it and i think the name is like kind of funny like i don't i think the name relic in general, like Relic, like he's like a, you know, you've pulled him from a fucking tomb or whatever, you know, and yeah. he's come to life and he's a fucking ancient spirit inhabiting this fucking whatever, you know, I like the but idea you of can't that. say it's killer spelled backwards. No, that's the thing. That's the thing is I like that. And I also like this bullshit where it's killer spelled backwards. I think that's funny. I think having it's it fine spe- if it's, if it, if it's just fine if never say it. You can't ever. Say I don't know. I don't want to. Say, no, you should never just say it. You can't I, ever say it. It can be that, but you can't say it. You can't bring you could it up. Even, you could even do like a t-shirt where it has a capital K at the end. I would be okay with that. You know? Yeah. I, 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 You could do a photo. You could do a, like him looking into a mirror. In a mirror, yeah. Do red rum. Yeah, of course. Like, Which ironically fuck? is a off-brand version of the name that uh, Johnny Stamboli would go on to use like uh, year, like a few years later. <laughs> uh, according to Cage Match, at least. Weird. Weird. Um, yeah, it's... It's very stupid, um, and I, I again I understand why people uh, harp on about Relic, and it's a I guess it's a funny joke uh, if you're fucking twelve years old. Um, yeah, no, I'm good, man. It's like it is weird though that joke still exists. I saw it twice today. Nobody has seen this man. How many people even saw this man wrestle in the FBI or? Well, as, as but that's the thing is if this is all the natural born thrillers. There's some. I look. We 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 don't know what what it is, but there's some clip of Relic that's like super embarrassing. That that fucking you know Matthew fucking fuckboy Botchamania did and made famous. You know, like I'm yeah. sure there's some wrestle crap or what you know some garbage fucking bullshit. 
uh, the worst fucking wrestling fans. Only, only the fucking. If you like that shit, stop listening to this because you're fucking. No, loser. yeah, that just leave that shit the fuck behind. Like, in 2002. yeah, I mean, like what the fuck? Fun. Yeah, like what you, you're watching for the wrong reasons, um, or you're not this watching at all. But you like, should self-explain that story. I don't think you need to like make memes or whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I guess I. That's the thing is, I. It's just crazy that that something like this would still be around. And it just is he does he still wrestle? No, I don't think he's wrestled in like five or six years at minimum. Was he still using the gimmick up to the end? I I mean he wasn't like Lucha Libre USA. I think that's when he was. I think he might have been Relic there, but. Is this his most famous gimmick? Oh, well, I mean, obviously it is because of the fucking memes. But this yeah. is, I guess this would have to be his most famous gimmick. Yeah, he at last wrestled uh, in 2014 one match as uh, Red Rum against right, Red Rum. Uh, <laughs> the Hurricane. Of course. Red Rum. Oh, Wait, this, his name is Jonathan Hugger. John Hugger. Bring him in. Bring him in for Bailey. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, he's, he's wrestled according to Cage Match about... At most, like, 15 matches in the last uh, five, like, like 13 years. He, he was good. I don't yeah. know. He, uh, he tried he wasn't to... wasn't that old. Yeah, you know? He tried to follow... He was part of the class action lawsuit against WB uh, about, uh, like, concussions and shit a couple of years back. It didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a shame. It's um, really sad. Yeah. It really, really should... Um, Everybody in, involved in the WB for the last 20 years should really uh, die. Um, or at least be cost every fucking uh, penny that they have. Um, hugger. <laughs> Just keep saying Hugger. Uh, on the September 11th, 2000 edition of Nitro, Hugger returned to betray Vito. Oh, why did it say Hugger there? What if he came in and his name was... What if, what if, he, what if it was like, uh, I'm not Relic anymore. I'm John Hugger. John Hugger. I'm from Little oh, Italy. Oh, God. How has nobody given him a John Taffer gimmick? But he's John Hugger. John Hugger, and he teaches you. Yeah, he's like, uh, this, uh, this, this locker room stinks. This is unsanitary. He's like, it's like going in uh, Ian Rotten's fucking. <laughs> John, gotta, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about here. You got to clean this, uh, this canvas, Ian. You gotta, oh. This is against safety standards. This is uh, completely unacceptable. I don't know. Yeah. It's not what John Taffer sounds like. What is he? He's like, uh, I haven't. I've never seen that show. Uh, he's like a Boston dickhead, I think. Is he? Okay, you've never seen he's... it either. Nah. <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's just move on. Man. Let's just move on. Um, all right. So they've got these beds attacks uh, that look like shit, and they're big bl- black fucking painted board frame things that look like shit. Um, <laughs> there's a bunch of tacks in them, and uh, fucking relic almost dumps all of them out on the floor trying to get it in the ring, which is hilarious. Um, which I've seen people do in Indiana before, trying to put like a bed of tax in the ring, uh, and just dumped all the shit out. It's oblong as hell. It's just hard to do. Yeah, like, well, it's also heavy wood, which is yeah. pretty becomes pretty clear when Dustin they they sit one of these on top of a table on the floor, and Dustin gets thrown off the top or the second rope to the floor through a table with this bed of thumbtacks on it, and you could tell like when it breaks it, it does so with great resistance it is oh not yeah a, it's, it's not an it's, easy one it, it looks brutal yeah and he doesn't i don't think we see him again for the rest of the match do we oh no he's done from he's that fucking point, done yeah. and there's like a couple minutes left i um, mean yeah i mean we get i mean um fucking relic stick i think is this has to be one of the first times at least in the u.s that somebody did a tax in the mouth spot which is now a staple 
But in 2007, especially on fucking for a national TV show, he's seems like insane and he's like hitting him with cross faces and raven oh raven looks bad so he really looks like he's dying from like internal injuries because he swallowed a bunch of thumbtacks it's great yeah he's he raven does bleed from the mouth in this and i i I assumed it was fake i assumed it was like you know fake blood or whatever because it's just it's ridiculous yeah uh but it's pretty good it's pretty good that Uh, does not keep the whole like him looking like he's just die like like he's He's, he's like fucking Elvis in 1977 thing, like which is what he just looks like. <laughs> yeah, out. absolutely. Um, yeah, he uh, he he does a fucking bump off the. He he goes for an elbow off the second rope through a. There was like a one of those boards. I don't know. He takes a lazy fall, but it's a brutal bump. Uh, and the board again doesn't give uh like like a fucking regular table or door would. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, he gets relic gets the big bag attacks off the pole. Oh yeah, this is also a, an on a pole match. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> yeah, it, there's just like here's a place with more attacks. Yeah, it's not like you went. It, it, you oh. know, it, given that it's Russo booking this, probably it could easily been if you get the thumbtacks, you win. Yeah. It's not luckily. It's there's thumbtacks up on pole. Yeah, you want him go get them, which um, is fine. Yeah, and uh, he uh, he spreads out the tacks. Uh, Abyss goes for choke slam and Relic uh, spews something in his face, is what Don West says. Um, he says he he says the word spew, like great word, a, a three or four times. Um, and then I get you know Abyss eventually gets the black hole slam under the tax for the win. Um, it's a really nice match, and everybody worked really hard, and uh, most of them looked like they could barely walk for uh, when they walked <laughs> to the ring. Like they were they were yeah, already that, not doing well. Yeah, this is. Uh... You know, this is the you know, this is using your parts right. Pause. Uh you know, you get the most out of some 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 guys of talent who are not in the best uh shape they'd be. I don't mean just uh-huh. in many ways. Emotional, physical, so forth. Yeah. Um, yeah, not great. A lot, a lot of bad stuff happening uh, in these people's lives, just looking uh from the outside in, I would have to guess. Uh nobody here is uh Waking up feeling good. Most of them probably waking up uh, gagging into a trash can they have next to their bed, which yeah. I certainly wouldn't know anything about. What's next? From Triple Veram oh, de Escandolo, okay. <laughs> 2009, in Madero, Tamaulipas. Okay, uh, let's Mexico. just come on, come on, come on. <laughs> it's a street fight between Charlie Manson and Chessman. I really, you know. I, I I don't know if we can even finish this episode tonight without I'm feeling right now. Let's get through this at least. Yeah. <laughs> this might be a, 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 a two day record because I tell you what, I'm struggling. <laughs> and I'm I, yeah. You're really feeling the pressure right now? No, I'm just I'm so I feel I've got a fever and I've been sick and oh, I'm so I'm right. just it's not not doing great. Uh, but let's talk some. Let's talk about some serial killers, and then figure out if we want to do the rest of this tonight. I'm sorry. Now, I should here's not. the thing. So these are two of the most famous AAA guys. I feel like, right? Because, like, look at him. They sum up the whole Antonio Pena thing. He loves references to shit. He loves like murder and mayhem. He loves dudes in face paint because you can just re-put that you can if this if they don't work out you can just put the face paint on another motherfucker uh and people aren't going to get as mad as they will for mask because that you know 
that that's merch. Face paint ain't merch. Now, here's the thing. None of these men that they're named for actually ever killed anyone in their own hands. But a lot of chaos. Yeah. Are, well, we've we've talked about we've talked about Chess Man and his his how he uh, found out like he didn't understand what who Chess Man was. No, no. Um, I, I would have to assume that Charlie Manson knew who Charlie Manson was. Especially given that he it's like okay, well, what's the look gonna be? Oh, you're Marilyn Manson. Oh, all right, man. Yeah, I can do with that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's like not it's not like a subtle gimmick. It's not a complicated gimmick. It's a great look, honestly. He looks vacant. He look with, I mean, it is straight up like uh, mechanical animals. Uh, Marilyn Manson, uh, specifically, is pointed out by my roommate. Misha, of course, would be able to be like, oh yeah, that's well, that's what he's looking for. Like the one white eye, you can tell. Showgirls, uh, you know, deucing her way through this uh, <laughs> for these matches. Now we get like a great promo. I mean, just like. Like, yeah, I like that. Of an email being sent or something. The opening video is pretty great. I was really into it. I didn't, you know, I didn't know what was going on. It's all in Spanish, but it got the feud over, uh, despite the language barrier. Yeah, um, you know, Charlie's got the fucking, uh, he's got the cheese grater, which is always very, very cool weapon to just have around. Even though nobody well, he keeps really it in gets... his pants, which yeah, is, of course, an, an homage to the real Charlie Manson, who liked to grate his own nuts on occasion. You know, that's just, it's it's a good way to show your followers. Yeah. Like, that they, sh- you know. This is the commitment you have to make. nuts? What the fuck are they? Oh, yeah. fuck. Are you a member of the family or are you not? Um, yeah, so, the, all right, so the the referee here. It's who, Io de Tarantis. It's It's Tarantis Jr., okay. I thought so. Um, I haven't, I, I like, in my head, he's. I only I don't think I ever like really wa- I I wasn't watching 08 AAA, um, obviously, but like I I guess I didn't realize he had been doing this for that long. He's been around for forever now, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um. Like he's coming up to at least doing it, ha- doing it maybe like two thirds as long as his dad did. Yeah. Because he started from when he was an absolute kid. He never really had. Well, Tarantis is back, right? Store. Tyrannus isn't actually doing anything. He's in AAA, but he's not doing anything. Oh, I, I, mean, th- I thought he was actually refing again. I don't know. I mean, would you fucking? I feel like some. I feel like I saw. I don't think they need him. Yeah. Well, like, they, they don't mean, run. They never shows. needed him. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, he's but fucking Tyrannus Jr. So good in this. We'll talk about it in a sec. Um, oh, tremendous. Ch- uh, chess man. Um, God, my notes for this are so bad just because of where I was typing it. Um, there's a. He's opens with a massive tope, um, and then he gets like a face full of tax or something. Um, Charlie, uh, he he spits something back into Charlie's face. Uh, Charlie's yeah. temporarily blinded, which leads to him like trying to lock his submission on the on Tarantis. Uh, yeah. wh- what's the name of that hold? Uh, I, I I can it's like La Crusetta or something. Yeah, La Crusetta, La Crusetta Negra. You yeah, know? it's something. Yeah, it's, it's N- Navarro Navar- does it. It's, yeah, Negra Casas. It's the Navarro family hold. Yeah. Yeah, and it's you know you see a ton of people do it. It's such a good hold. You've never seen it's a phenomenal. You, I've never seen an American do that hold. I've never seen a very white funny. motherfucker do it. But it's, they could. I mean, it's a cool. Move. Makabe, I know you're listening, buddy. 
He's probably consider done that. it. Yeah, Maccabi's probably done that. You know, if anyone would, because he's he's not fucking. I mean, it's I always I I I, I don't know a ton of well that's just submissions. Thing. I will say like why is nobody doing this? And it's because they don't watch lucha. Well, watch but lucha. also there are lucha submissions that really would not make any sense. And there there are and you like, see this, them. People use them, and it makes no sense. People like, love on. using the fucking paradise lock. For example, people love to do I, the fucking I, I, uh, the 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 tabletop, the tapatia. Like I love that move, but like it doesn't make sense. I don't know if you're now. Have I advocated people doing, uh, especially wrestlers of big asses, doing La Niblena, the one the Paradise Lock version where he like puts them on, he put them on like their face, uh, like they were fucking uh, hogtied, and they sit on their ass. Yes. Cause that's cool. I'm trying to think. But of, I don't think I can't it picture works it, but... as a whole. I don't think you can tap some enough that I think you just do it as like a tarantula. You're like, hey, look at me, bitch. Okay, sure, yeah. I mean, well, so that's, that's a big part of also a big part of like lucha submissions is some of them are like the, you know there's a few that are the this is gonna end the fall, and then there's others that are uh, I'm just gonna mess. I'm gonna fucking with you. <laughs> I'm just gonna fuck her. I'm you're on the ground. I'm fucking with you now. Um, yeah. It's like you know that's that's also Navarro. Where, like, you know, Negro Navarro would just toy with guys. That's sort of the maestro way. Uh, he'll, yeah. get, he'll, he'll, he'll get to the finish of this fall when he's uh, damn well ready. Um, yeah, so that's great. He puts it on the ref. Um, uh, Tarant- Ijo del Torantes is now selling his leg, uh, which he does for <laughs> much of the match, which I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, Chessman goes and grabs light tubes and a roll of tape, and I thought he was making his own bundle of light tubes. <laughs> I considered this. Yeah, I was like, has I... anybody ever done that? Like, definitely not. Nobody's definitely nobody's ever done that. Uh, yeah, that's why you have a prop department. Yeah, but instead he's that's why Mittens is there. To... Yeah, that's yeah, that's but instead. Well, he's also this... there for you know for the boys to get in his ass a little later. Yeah, I mean he's there. You know you get you, you know it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. That's right. But I I'm, nobody... I met Mittens. He's uh he's, he seems like he's like 16 years old. <laughs> I don't know why they let him drink at the shows. <laughs> it's Mittens. It's Mittens. Yeah. I mean, they probably let Jimmy Lloyd drink at 16. That's true. That's and true. look how well he's really worked. Out. It worked out for him. Uh, yeah. So the, he tapes it to the ring apron, the, which is cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I thought it was, and also, so the the bump against it is he just sort of shoulder blocks him into it right um and it's i guess because it's such a hard edge of the ring or whatever uh and the the tube shattering against his shoulder like mance's back and shoulder look fucking nasty from like just one tube um and yeah i guess bumping into a tube on hard surface is worse than you know bumping through a bundle that is going to give you space between that and the ground um, uh, he then has another tube that he has under Charlie, and then does like a sl- goes into the ring and does a slingshot elbow drop to the apron. Looked fucking great. Yeah, but I don't think the tube cool. broke. That was kind of a. I mean, it looked cool. That but might it was kind have of been messy. the remnants or something. Yeah. But uh, it, there's a tube under him. Um, yeah, and that I'll take it. I'll, you know, hey. Oh, it's you, fine. It's fine. Um, I'm not shitting on his uh, execution here. I'm just saying sometimes these things don't work out, and I don't think it did there. Um, it's let's see here. Uh, he. Manson hits a spine buster on uh, on Chessman, uh, who lands on a bunch of tubes on his tailbone, uh, which yeah. sucks. Um, 
and they get that big classic AAA oversized piece of plywood that I, <laughs> you know, you, I, anytime you see that now in like American wrestling where they actually have a barbed wire board and it's a huge board, I'm like, oh man, I love this. I wish they still, yeah. I wish these huge pieces, like this piece of plywood that I assume like, you know, Dark Oz and Dark Cuervo probably ripped off from a local construction site. Yeah. Uh, that they just scoped out. Um, it's just, you know, and you know, it's when it breaks, it, it it might break beautifully or they might just bounce off of it because you never know which particle board you've gotten your hands on. Oh, God, no. This is, I mean. Which manufacturer, a, you know. An operation that we would call, call prof- professional on a good day. You know, you just want to go, you just want to like. You just want to throw a guy through it, and that's it. I mean, and it's not like, what, like, the the, the hundreds of promotions now using doors are doing much better, uh, given that some doors yeah. have, don't break at all. It's so funny when you get to, when you, like, turn on one of the indie shows, and it's, like, the third match in the show, and, and it's the first one with props, and, you know, the the first two door spots result in just somebody bouncing off of it and you like sort of hear the commentators say like oh no (laughs) like i I guess that's nimi and struggles is who you'd hear say that because yeah you know that's like an icw thing where it's just like uh oh yeah Uh, i don't know if these doors are gonna work out tonight um yeah it's it's cursed fucking doors yeah cursed fucking doors uh, no, it, you I, know. I pulled it. I've pulled it off recently to get that like that North Michigan thing going. I, you know, I can't. I, I, I tried to do Fargo accent at some point in the show, and I fucking just I reverted well, into something yeah, completely different. You know, yeah, you um, got Arby's these, on uh, me. These, these big potatoes. See, that was That's... terrible. That was really bad. <laughs> oh, I knew I was spiraling, so I just went. I just like pot- tried pot- to crash uh, pota- and burn potatoes no i don't know potatoes. it's i can't oh. do it i'm not from there hey margie how you doing yeah it's just, uh, you want me to do lines from fargo i could do that you got arby's well, on me it's easier to just do a damn line for fargo right. if i'm gonna if i'm struggling a little right. if i'm if, if i'm you... like sucking wind and doing the the uh, minnesota accent right yeah, yeah um oh ron Nemi and uh the struggles in the the new season of noah holly's fargo let's make it happen um this uh this there's a bag of tacks I think it's tax, right? Yeah, it's tax. Yeah. Um, Manson empties it somewhat onto the onto the mat, and then he gets speared through the board. Um, and uh, Chessman goes for the cover, and I don't think I've ever seen this spot actually before. Um, I don't think I have either. And honestly. for as many matches we've seen where a referee willingly counts a hard three count in a ring full of sharp objects, Tarantus Jr. Counts a one and then looks at his hand in horror and we get a close up of like four thumbtacks in random spots in his hand. Like totally yeah. legit. And just and, he, and, and 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 it's like what's Joshua gonna do, man? He's like he doesn't even give him a fuck you. It's like I oh, know, I understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like awesome. uh, Yeah, I mean that's the thing is also <laughs> Manson brought those in the ring, so Chessman, like, you know, he didn't really want those. <laughs> he didn't Tax weren't his plan, you know. It's like fuck, man. All right, well, I guess we're in this together. <laughs> Shit uh, happens, buddy. Yeah, I I think that is probably only something you can get away with if you are a character referee. Oh, which sure. So few referees are, but it, and it's most really shouldn't good. be. And you know, when, when when they are in America, I mean, look, even Ijo del Torontes, he's ruined up as many matches as he's made better. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. like it's it's sometimes extremely frustrating as much as I like him and as much as I've enjoyed his dad as well. Um, 
there, I'd say more often than not, a hindrance on the match. And then, but when they're not there, they fucking send it soaring well above the heights that it could have reached, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the role that they play. Uh, it's not the juniors better at being an actual referee. Uh, yes. He's great in, say, Demon Wagner, where he's just calling it pretty much down the middle. Right, right. But he's also like, in, uh, in... Like, there, he has his moments where he's like, oh, fuck, but it, does, it doesn't come off like he's being the Rudo ref. He's like, oh, shit, what the fuck's happening? We're losing control here, which is, which is fine. Yeah. That's a wrestling show. Well, he was, uh, uh the, it was, it was, uh, uh, God, I wish I could. It was on my match of the year list a couple years ago. Oh, uh, Big if, Mommy Lady Maravilla, right? Maravilla. I couldn't remember. Yeah, from yeah, uh, from uh, Gira Dutitani's probably right December show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and he's so choice in that because he's he's had a, a year or plus of being a part of the of, of the the mommy and uh, Hamburguesa feud you know or not feud the the budding relationship of the program uh, yeah, yeah the maravilla teasing Embergesa. and he's so important to all that and and when he finally gets his ass kicked by uh by mommy it's a big moment you know uh it was a wonderful match but like, i mean like uh like a character of like better. if like Say Nick Patrick in 1995 did this spot. He's not a heel. He's never been, but he's Nick Patrick. He's been there forever. Like that, be like, oh shit, you, mm-hmm. you can pull it off. But you know, it has to be someone you care about. Like, like if it's some no but indie nobody, and the, then they just come off, they just look like a pussy, or they look like the promoter was ch- too cheap to put buy them gloves or something. But that no, nobody wants that. Well, and you know, I mean, look again, the the indie referees who are doing this shit for these fucking. ICW shows, Sean P and and Chris Levin, like these guys are really putting themselves at risk in there. Oh yeah. So I don't they they there should be no character. They they they're doing their jobs wonderfully, and I really like both of those guys. And there's a couple others I'm really into as well. Um, but yeah, it's yeah they're not characters as much as you see their face and you like the face, and that's cool. That's yeah, not, that's if, all it needs to be. If I saw Chris Levin put his hand in a sharp thing and and he looked scared, I would be scared for him. Oh, you know? Yeah. When it's Ijo de Tarantes, I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> you know? You it's know, just a video yeah, like... It, it sells the match. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, this is, un- this is crazy. When the fuck have you ever seen that happening? Yeah, and it's, it's like, a good... Oh, it's, it's You know, they do the close-up of it. It's great. It's great. Um, this match is bloody as hell, and oh, it's, uh, gnarly, it's, gnarly. it's two guys in white face paint uh, who are completely covered in red after about ten minutes. Um, yeah, there's... You know, they do this, these fucking triple A, you know, big brawls. It's always they have this weird pace where it's like they do have these big moves and then just kind of like, you know, crawling around a big two count that takes for fucking ever because the referee yeah. is Torontes Jr. <laughs> like, um, you know, it's it's one of those sorts of styles that I, I think if you watched it and you weren't sort of used to the rhythms of it yet you would think it was like a just a big you know spot fest or whatever they hit the spot and then they sell for a minute and they go to the next spot and you know i i could kind of hear that hear that argument for some of these matches but this one is pretty great and i i didn't know about this match i found this match while looking for i was looking for uh a chess man match 
Yeah. And then I was like, and then I realized that, you know, Charlie Manson's right there as well. And so I, I, I Googled both of them and AAA and I found a few matches and I found this one. I found like people like talked about this match, you know, on like yeah. Death, Death Valley Driver or whatever. Like people have actually like, this match is sort of known. Um, so I like skipped through it and I, and I immediately saw, you know, tons of blood and I was like, hell yeah. And it is really good. Um, but it is, again, it is kind of that, you know, it's that triple A, you know, if you, you have to be, you have to buy into, to this yeah. to really accept it. <laughs> yeah. And it's the kind of thing where we see versions of this, where there's more people involved and usually that, you know, that's sort of the version of this because it's, ba- I mean, in this thing, it's basically them working a U.S. style death match, you know, it's like, how often yeah. have they done that? Yeah, I mean, you know. the 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 big spots are all are all sort of, you know, they they're all nicely landed for the most part. Everything hits well. Um, the finish is crazy. I mean, it, you know, Chessman goes for an avalanche crucifix bomb uh, through tubes, but uh, Manson miraculously sort of Frankenstein Frankensteiners him out of that position through the tubes, um, and you know, locks on the Crusetta for the win. And it's all the stuff is here. But I feel like if you were like just weren't, I, I I feel like if you're not in tune with the rhythm of this AAA style uh, bullshit, it even if you have like watched a, a ton of American death matches, there's something about it that like I, I I feel like there is like a barrier to entry here. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a reason that like Chessman has been doing the been able to do this for so long and doesn't get like notable U.S. bookings, even though. He'd, it, you, if you put him on an average GCW card, he'd be in the top five wrestlers easy. Yeah. It's well, like, I mean, even at, it's this, like, yeah, even at this point. It's... Yeah. He's he's still he's still great. Uh, but it's just like it's like nobody. But it's it's just like you have to understand that this is Charlie Manson and Chessman, and you just kind of go with it. You got to be like if if you don't understand, like it's so silly to say like, yeah, no, to, under, to appreciate these two serial killer dudes in face paint, uh, cutting each other up. You got to understand the vibe and the backstory, mm-hmm. company origin, the lore, if you will. Mm-hmm. But like, no, it's the whole, there's, it's a, it's a larger continuum than, um, than like a lot of other things have where it's like, where you could just jump next- in and watch a, an ICW show and, and, and be pretty, like that's yeah again and also Tarantus Jr. is here. If you don't know him, like, like what the fuck? Like you're just like what the fuck yeah. is this guy doing? Yeah, it's tough. I I I do. I I wish that I could uh, help people enjoy these the, these matches <laughs> because I, I it took me a long time to fucking learn how to love this shit myself. You know, it's only been yeah. since you know the last ten years or whatever when. You know the the park Macias and the park versus Parka stuff was just like sort of taught me how these matches work. Um, you know, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows where I'd be otherwise? I took my baby to a horror show. That's the only place she wants to go. Dracula is so divine And she wants to go steady with the Frankenstein She's crazy about the creature from her outer space She thinks that the werewolf has the fuzziest face She's gonna have a party 
Guys, fucking mowing the lawn. Can you hear that? Is it this guy who's always low, mowing the fucking lawn? No, he's cool. This guy's old. He doesn't mow it. Uh, he doesn't mow as, as much as I do. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't let it get too bad either. He's all right. He's a nice guy. I don't. I don't know his name. I've talked to him so many times, and I, I you know, I'm sure he introduced himself the first time, but then I, I didn't. I don't know. He didn't realize exactly what he was dealing with. No, he's cool. Yeah, he's all right. He's he's been very he's been very nice. Uh, he he sort of bucked the uh, uh, the expectation I had for him as like a, a white man in his like late fifties, early sixties. He kind of looks like um, a- Adam Arkin. Oh shit! Cool. Like like current Adam Arkin, like you know older Adam Arkin, like today. Yeah. Or um, I'm looking at him right now. So he has no idea I'm talking about him. He, he looks good. He's wearing an Everlast, like, uh, uh, athletic vest thing over a hoodie. Ooh. And he's, you know, he's got his sunglasses. I'm going to take a picture of him and send it to you. Oh, my fucking phone is updating. <laughs> oh, well. He, he looks... Adam Arkin as the uh, neo-Nazi villain in uh, the second season of Sons of Anarchy. Uh, his lieutenant, I believe, was uh, Henry Rollins. Mm. I, I know Henry Rollins yeah, was yeah. there, but I'm just not he's, That's the season. lieutenant. Yeah, of course. I remember season two of Sons of Anarchy very well. I'm it's, not joking. Uh, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> It, it, yeah, it's either the best season or the least bad season. It's the best. It's the best. It's good. It's actively good. Adam Arkin's a great villain. He, you know, this guy kind of looks like um, like he's sort of like in a Josh Brolin, or not Josh Brolin, James Brolin, like James old Brolin. James Brolin. You know, James Brolin, like Catch Me If You Can. Um, yeah. Or he's got kind of like a William L. Peterson vibe, maybe. I don't know. He's not that good looking, but I'll tell you what, my neighbor, he's mowing right now. I forgive him. He's all right. He's a good looking guy been nice he's been it's kind it's not to gonna us. pick up that bad i, I don't, don't think it's gonna i can't i can barely hear it all right I, well my, I'm my fridge more my... in the sense that I, I think you're saying you're saying it so i think oh uh-huh. well well duh i believe lucky that's happening so yeah yeah well and then it puts it in your head my fridge might kick on i just defrosted that motherfucker took the drawers out uh, and then i got stuck and i had to look up a youtube video um i guess that's... oh yeah like i just one of the um uh, my crisper drawers is just it's just broken now. I just yeah. don't care anymore. Oh, yeah. The fridge is, you know, it breaks. What thing. are you going to do? I glued a, uh, a shelf back together after That's I broke it. Call. Don't tell Emily. I was mad. No. I, 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 no, no. I ripped, I ripped a, like a jug of milk out of there. Like I was mad. And I broke the fucking thing. And, I, and then I fixed it. She knows it was broken, but she doesn't know that it was because I was mad. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's the key. She doesn't listen to the show anymore, so don't. Uh, welcome back to Wrestling is Gross. Oh. Um, okay. So it's four days later now. Yeah. And I'm not having a panic attack. Not I'm really. doing okay. I'm doing, doing okay. okay. Um, this is weird. Um, but I feel like we can do this, right? I'm in the oh, kitchen. Yeah. As, as expressed, I'm in the kitchen. You just got done eating. Um, my phone is still updating. It's not good. My neighbor's mowing. Fridge might kick on. That's all right. We'll do it. You know, we're good. <laughs> yeah, a, we're we're working. We're, we're dealing with it. Yeah, yeah. He he does. He has this maybe a Sam Elliott sort of vibe to him. You know, he's just like that kind of guy. My neighbor. I wish I knew his fucking name. I'd shout him out. I don't think he listens though. Um, yeah, I would. I would. 
I'd be, I'd be surprised, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you good? You feel good? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm All feeling right. pretty good. All right. Woke so, up and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, we're going to get this down there. Yeah. I was, didn't mean to do that in some kind of Cajun accent again. I'm, I broke into the Cajun accent out all over this episode. Sure. But I was like, ah, that's more Nick Nolte. We're just like, I do a lot of Nick. I do, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I could maybe get another 45 minutes of sleep, but uh, nah. I gotta record a fucking podcast. <laughs> Nick Nolte's podcast. You know, the Nolte Report. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, so, it's got to be seamless, right? So we're going to try to make it seem like this is the second half of whatever we did, fri- ooh, whatever we did Friday night. And I, first of all, I was drunk. Um, but also, I was very sad. <laughs> and I was no, yeah, a- you were feeling away. <laughs> I was having it's a okay. very bad evening. And I, I, can't, I can't even tell you, you know, what, what exactly. It's the same combination of everything that it normally is. Just hit hit different that night, I guess. Um, and I don't remember if that, I, I hope it's good. If you're still listening I now, then it was, it was good, good enough. It was good enough, right? I thought it was good. We <laughs> talked about Dustin licking the rat. Uh, oh, that's right. Dustin licking the rat. All right. Well, the people, all right. All right. Good. All right. That's good. That's good. We'll talk more about that. Well, you can remind me more about the show as the show goes on. <laughs> Absolutely. What's our next match? Please. We're talking the great Kabuki versus Bruce Brody in a Texas okay. stuff. Still cage match, uh, 1981. Okay, this is a te- this is a Texas death match. I, I didn't gather. Yeah, here's um, the thing. That doesn't mean anything. Because uh, it's, just, it's just like loser. It's just like it's just like one man, two men enter, one man leaves, and it's like well, that's the cage format most of the time. I mean, wasn't there a Texas right? death match that happens and like there's a couple of them in WWE, like WWWF. In like Madison Square Garden, where it's like a Texas death match, but it's just a regular match, just like no DQ. Oh yeah, Texas death match in uh, WWF and uh, early uh, Vince WWF is just like it's just it's just a no DQ match. Yeah, yeah. It was well, I mean, not the uh, the fall system. I mean, the the kind of gimmick matches they were doing, you know, like the alley fight is what is just a regular no DQ match. Yeah. But then like the boot camp matches like where the referees on the outside of the ring. Like there's a there's little things but yeah. Texas Death, um cool idea. It's not a thing in this match, I guess. Um Yeah, I I told you I didn't like this match. I didn't like this whole segment really. Um which happens rarely on this show. Um I do want to I do want to talk about it though. This is world class. Uh is this the Sportatorium? No, this is uh, the Reunion Arena. Okay, okay. The Sportatorium's not around yet. That's, like, later on. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if it's or not around yet, but it's just, like, it's just not that, just not as big. This is, like, definitely has, like, 15,000 people in it. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I guess I, I didn't get a sense of how big the crowd actually was. Um, I might have missed some shots establishing that. Um, so, in 81, the boys, the Von Eric boys, they're all coming up. Most of them have already debuted and are probably becoming big stars in the territory, right? Yeah. And But, like, Brody, Brody's the big guy. And, like, Gordy, like, the Freebirds aren't around yet, you know? Like, no, the, really, the territory yeah. has not popped. Um, I don't know anything about pre-82 world class. Not a fucking thing. Do you? <laughs> I don't know what's on. I could piece what's the, what's a couple together. key matches? Like, what are some key matches from like before the Freebird Von Erich feud, or like before you know before uh, Star? Uh, what's it called? Star Wars. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good uh, name for a show. They should they should make I a movie called. That. 
I don't have a fucking answer for you there, Zan. No, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I know that there was the the Death Valley Driver set, um, the 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 Texas set, which I think had World Class and the like after the merger with Memphis, right? The like the, yeah. the USWA. I don't know if it was called that yet, um, but yeah, that stuff, that set. There's definitely some matches on there. This was, this match is probably on there, right? This is probably from that disc. I would think so. I mean, this is a yeah, this is like, a Wilhelmet thing. Yeah, like uh, I mean, at this point in time, you know, like David is definitely already challenging for the NWA title. Kerry's already challenging for it. You know, there, but you have like, like who the fuck else is on this card? Yeah, that this is great radio. Uh, oh, sorry, I, I had my fucking thing muted. I'm so sorry. Um, I was talking. I was I, I was filling in your gaps, and it was gonna sound great, and we would have sounded like a real fucking duo for a second there, but whatever. Um, the, yeah, like there's uh, a card. There's a Strigger's got a card for this. Yeah. Uh, is this a big main... show? Is this like one? Of, this is. I mean, obviously it's a huge crowd. This is. Is this a yearly big show for them or something? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have. Uh, Kerry Von Erich defeating Ernie Ladd for the uh, American heavyweight title. Fucking Santo and Jose Lafario against uh, okay. ki- uh, fucking Killer Tim Brooks and uh, Rene Guardo. Okay, so like guys uh, that you would see in like the Houston footage that Corgan's holding. Like shit like that. It's like a lot of the same kind of guys would cycle through, you know, Mid-South and, and, and World Class, right? Yeah, I yeah. Like sense. Austin Idol's on this card. Yeah. Brian Blair's on this card. Oh, cool. You yeah, have, yeah. Uh, that's, Cage that... match, according to Striga, both Chang Chung and Tengu are the same man, that being uh, Kazuo Sakurada, the Dragon Master. Yes, as, as discussed on The Way of the Blade. With the Blade. And you're just like, I don't think that's true. I think those are different men working uh, extremely racist uh, Japanese gimmicks because Fritz von Erich. Sure, <laughs> sure. Not a woke man. Yeah. Not well, a thoughtful guy. So then we land here on Kabuki, who is, is he a top heel? I guess he would have to be at this time, right? Yeah. He's, he's working Brody. Um, there, there's a gimmick here that states, um, of course, if Bruiser Brody wins, Gary Hart will uh, be forced to fight Fritz Von Erich in the cage for five minutes, uh, which is a classic old, you know, we love that. Uh, the yeah. last battle of Atlanta has a has one of those, right? And that 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 portion's actually better than the famous match. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, maybe. kind of cla- like some of the way you, you like sometimes you just work to that in a little well, bit. Well, yeah. So the match is not like this match doesn't have a finish. I mean, it has a finish, but this match doesn't build to a third act or whatever or to a climax because the climax is the resulting match between Gary Hart and Fritz von Erich. Yeah. So that's first of all, that's hard to work. Because that you it know, is hard. You're going from two guys who have to be in tune with each other's rhythms to throwing in a, a whole set of people, you, you whole whole new set of people. You're having to take the time to get them in the ring, and you know maybe killing the crowd in the process if people can't see that well. Uh, presumably, the second the the second Bru- Bruiser Brody wins this, um, Fritz is out there beating up Gary Hart. That's what you would think, but that's not what happens. Instead, we get like a little down period, right? It's like it's like a. Solid two minutes. It's so. like then that I, you know that I mean that killed me. I mean if I was there, I don't know. I'd be fucking probably really extremely drunk in Dallas yeah. in 1981. I probably would have been having a great time, and I probably would like this match quite a bit more, um, or these matches rather. Uh, but again, I think this does work. They send the fans. I'm happy. I just didn't think it was much to write home about. Um, 
There's. A, I mean, let's say what's good. Uh, Kabuki is fucking cool to sell. He is cool. He is a cool wrestler. Is this his athletic peak? Early 80s? Would that be right? Maybe, yeah. I mean, he'd been in the business for a while, but that, he was still only, like, what, like, 33, 34? So maybe, yeah, so maybe starting to go on the decline, but still his his star is rising. He's going to go back to Japan and get bookings forever, and, you know, like, Kabuki... Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if this if this is actually true, but I feel like the Kabuki as just one of the top bad guys in all Japan, like while they're striking hot with the Masawa Jumbo feud in uh, ninety or whatever. Um, yeah, and he's there and he's fucking people up and he looks great and he's old by then. He's he's in his forties by then. But I feel like that's sort of like to me that's my favorite Kabuki is old man in a six man tag. Um, but not that old, because he gets really old, and then he's not as good anymore. But he's still good. He still does throat thrusts. I still love old man Kabuki as well. I'm not. He's throwing reckless kicks. He's yeah. just like a psycho. Yeah, he's a cool wrestler. He is a cool wrestler who was shit on for years by, you know, the 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 type of people that we have on this podcast now, who whose tastes were not yet as refined as they would become. I feel like Kabuki was always kind of shit on uh, in the '90s. Like, what the fuck is yeah. he? What's he doing in there with the four pillars? Like. You know, he's he's in there kicking ass. He's doing fuck. He's doing his fucking role and filling it perfectly. Um, and he's cool. Now, he's cool guy. talk about Frank. Let's talk about Bruiser Brody. Uh, I, he's good in this match mostly. He's got great he punches. He's got great. His drop kick's great. Yeah, yeah. The drop kick's good. The one arm scoop slam. Um, you know, he does he does the knee drops more than anybody you've ever seen. Like that's the thing yeah, about Bruiser Brody. It, it is so. It's like fucking drinking game with the fucking knee drops and it always is that and it like once once you like start thinking about it, it's just like man this guy really doesn't have a whole whole lot of tools um which is fine you know plenty of people can rely on just a couple things but he just not, i don't I, I know that's sort of now the regular uh opinion to have is that because I, I feel like we're gonna hit a point where all right co- all right take it back bruiser brody died young obviously um famously yeah i don't know if you heard about that you hear about that I heard um, about that once, twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he taken before his time, obviously, or whatever, um, as so many are, um, and was sort of in a weird position then, also, where he had not really in the boom period of American wrestling in the mid '80s, he doesn't really find a spot anywhere. Um, no, no, because he's impossible. Because he's a fucking like a diva, right? Wasn't he like a real piece of shit, like? He could be uh, a diva, but he was also a, like, the kind of guy who's like, yeah, no, pay me what I'm worth. Pay me what I'm worth. Which is respectable. Which I respect. That's, and yeah. I, say, I say diva, that is part of being a diva. But, I mean, like, there was more than that. Like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't put anybody over. Um, and he wouldn't, like, you know, now has a reputation for just being a guy who was, like, pretty lazy in, yeah. ma- in matches where he should be working his ass off. And sometimes he worked hard and he looked great, you know, when he's in... Japan in the early 80s and he's working with you know that fucking tag with uh with Snuka you know in the funks right yeah. that's an awesome yeah. performance him him and Colo- he always worked uh, hard against Carlos Colon he loved being in Puerto Rico that's the thing right um he seemed to really excel there even uh against other people I've, I feel like I've seen him and Abdullah do like a pretty good little brawl out there what's up buddy go in there um <laughs> He's like, why is there nothing on the TV in here? I can put on a Bruiser Brody match. Would you like that? No. He said no. I don't know if it picked up. Um, he doesn't want that. Um, 
He doesn't want to look at Brody's weird uh, thin legs. <laughs> he does Brody have does kind of, kind of legs, a, yeah. a weird body. He's a weird guy to look at sometimes. Um, I do feel like we will get... At some point, and this always happens, there's going to be a pocket of fucking like hardcore fans, people that are like, we know, or we know people who know them, and we're like, all right, those people are okay, and they're going to reclaim Brody as like actually good. That's going to happen in the next couple of years, guarantee it. They're going to find a way for to be like, yeah, this is the angle on Brody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the angle on him is that he was like a he was like a pretty good businessman right now. <laughs> sure. Well, and also he he had a great entrance, you know, and he was big and he scared the Japanese people. Like he looked good coming to the ring which is fuck half the business you know yeah <laughs> like in, in in the right circumstances you got a good entrance you, you're halfway there you know or further you know the ultimate warrior you know <laughs> like a yeah. similar a similar kind of wrestler kind of I mean, better or worse people don't think the undertaker was good until like 2002 and sure. but they still loved his entrance yeah. now there are they are they correct no not close to being right uh that no he was great by like 95 the minimum but Here's the thing. Yeah, sure. Nobody I, remembers I, I've, those I've, damn Bret Hart matches that I love. Which are, what, the 90, 96, 95, 96? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, Taker. We'll get to Taker. I want to talk about Taker. We'll talk some Taker in a little bit. Talk to Taker. Um, you like Brody? T- are you okay with Brody? Or do you, do you, are you, you don't ever want to watch I, I mostly, Brody match. I, I, I mostly avoid Brody, but okay. I think yeah, he has too. his moments. All right. Fair enough. What do you think about uh fuck it for it's in this match uh you know what he looks like an old bitch <laughs> he does look like an old bitch i want to okay i want to say really fast that i think this the brody matches is, is there's parts of it that are actually bad he tries to escape the cage while kabuki like isn't even down he's like sneaking out like it feels like he's supposed to be beating the shit out of kabuki and instead of he's just trying to like get out of the out of the ring oh yeah like um, uh, i'm good i already got paid yeah I, they don't care about me they care about fritz and yeah. it's like Motherfucker, make him care about you. That's before bitch. he even bleeds too, like because Kabuki does his usual stuff, and uh, like Brody bleeds pretty good, and he, and Kabuki bites him, and he's like rubbing the blood all over himself and the pan and the white pants. Yeah. Um, and he's you know he's good. Um, yeah, and then I guess it is pretty quick that it's he he hits a couple knee drops and uh, and he he puts him and this this was this pissed me off so much. Uh, he put Brody puts Kabuki in a tree of woe, and uh, just decides to walk out. And Kabuki actually trips him while he's upside down. And then Brody like feebly crawls out of the ring to end the match. Um, and then I have this written down here, and I'm not sure if this is true, but I'm going to throw this out there. Might be the worst match we've ever covered on the show. I did write that down. I don't. I, I don't think it, it's the worst, <laughs> but. I mean, it's, it's it's all very interesting stuff to talk about. So that doesn't. It's not a. I'm happy to watch it. Um, and this this next portion, look, Gary Hart is great. Gary Hart, Gary Hart's great. He's looking. He's looking real ethnic. Uh, he's yeah. Such an, okay, sure. He, such he, an he shakes man. some. He shakes Apparently, some of that later on. I feel like he he becomes. He seems like a, he's like just an Italian businessman by like '89. But I don't know. I don't know if that's the read you get from him. <laughs> Am I, I? I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure New Jack said I thought Gary Hart was black, <laughs> which is very, which is funny. We're gonna go with that. Yeah, I think that's fun. I buy that. I mean, who knows? You know, who knows? Um, he he's got the gold suit. Looks great. Um, Fritz is in black trunks with a towel around his neck. 
Um, and I, you know, I saw him there. I was, I was just like, all right, let's, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. I, and then I was good. I was good. Gary like starts taking his suit jacket off. He throws it at Fritz and then Fritz throws it back at him and he like makes him wear it. He makes him put it back makes on. Makes him put it back on. Which has a good fucking BDSM vibe to sure, it. Sure, yeah, they're like in a cage. I mean, yeah, it's 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 fitting. And, you put know, it on. You have to assume that Fritz uh, f- fucked some uh, young men. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, go sure, with, we'll go with young sure. men is what I was going to say. Um, yeah, and, you know, Gary rushes Fritz, and, of course, Gary... Gary Hart has good punches. Of course he does. <laughs> like naturally, yeah. he's the fucking, you know, he was a wrestler, obviously. Um, wasn't he? He was a wrestler and then the Yeah, yeah, it Injuries was uh plane crash. Yeah, oh, he's the plane crash. He's one of the plane crash guys. Yeah, Miss American Pie. Um yeah. Fritz has this straight right hand to the like eyebrow um that looks incredible. Like I Oh yeah. The, my main takeaway from this is let's, let's you, how, you got some more Fritz matches we could watch? <laughs> I can find some Fritz. I can, I can like, kind of I mean, get down on that now. He's just like, he's just, he's just slow and he's cranky. He's I want trying him old. to be slow and cranky. I like, and he's trying to be daddy dumb and all that shit. And you're like, well, that's fine. Yeah. Let's see some, uh, let's, let's get this guy, let's get his juices flowing a little more, I guess. Yeah. I think, I think I want to see uh, every, like, I want to see, the, I want to do, I want to do a whole episode, the last five matches that Fritz ever had, you know? Um, yeah, he's uh, he starts ripping all his clothes off, you know, spo- exposes the his undies, um, and the commentator is it Rod? Is it Rod? That's not Rod Dreher. That's not. Him. Uh, <laughs> is it Rod Dreher? I'm pretty sure Rod Dreher was a. No, I believe you'd mean Ma- Rod Trongar, but no, Trongard. I think it's that's not Rod Trongar. I oh, think you mean Mark yeah. Lawrence. Mark. I think it's Mark Lawrence. It's Mark Lawrence Television Productions, I believe, also. Uh, same guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, he. He says, look at heart. How can you help but look at heart? Is what he says. As <laughs> if to say there's like, like yeah, baby, there's, blue, baby blue underwear, yeah. Well, it's like implying like, how, how could you possibly look away from that? Look at that bulge. And I'm looking and I couldn't really tell the, the video wasn't good enough. But, you know, who knows? Uh, great punch. Maybe he's got great a nice, punches. Maybe he's got a nice dick. Who knows? Uh, the, the commentator certainly thought so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and now Gary Hart's completely unconscious. Uh, while Fritz continues to undress him, which is pretty weird. Um, and then, I don't know, There's a, he pins him. I don't know what the fuck happens at the end. Uh, Kubica runs back out, and they fight, and the, the, the commentator says that Fritz felt the excitement of having a few moments in the cage with Gary Hart. Um, which, I mean, Gary's lucky to get out of there with his little fucking hole intact, if you're asking me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, you know, I've been to Dallas. You hear me? I've been to Dallas. And I know what they do there. You know what they got in Texas? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I guess Fritz, uh, you know, as far as steers and queers go, he was somehow uh, the, the, you know, both. The, the cow and the big predatorial homo. Wolf um, Calme, Wolf Calme. Yeah, maybe one day on the show we can talk about how he basically killed all his own kids. What's next? <laughs> Cactus Jack and Headhunters versus Terry Funk, Leatherface, and Shoji Nakamaki. Hell yeah. <coughs> oh, God. Oh, here she goes. Some pepperoni down the wrong pipe. Here she goes. She, she, I'll tell you what. Siobhan did a, uh, she did a moonsault through a, uh, a, a glass pane just before we started the show. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so she's she's got you know she's a little, she's got a little something going on there. This is from it's going the, around. Look, it's the time of year. We're all yeah. We're this all is from suffering. the weekly uh, wrestling uh, dome show in uh, April second, nineteen ninety five. It's uh, very, so funny show that it said it's. I always think like, what if there was a weekly pro wrestling show in the dome, and it happened every week? That was <laughs> I don't know I, when I was you know. When I was like 13 and I saw this tape on High Spots, I was like, weekly? Pro-. And then I was like, they only did one? <laughs> False advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. Uh, yeah, and then years later, I find out it's like a, what's a zine or whatever. It's like it a magazine. A, it yeah. was a real magazine in the 90s, right? That was like very popular. Yeah. Um, during the boom period of like, AJ and, and uh, AJ and NJ, my friends. Um, <laughs> my two dear friends. Um, I call him AJ and NJ, you know, we're just yeah. close, close yeah, like that. Yeah, you want me to do the joke, uh, <laughs> NJ Soprano? Yeah, there you go, NJ Soprano. <laughs> I didn't even, it's great, thank you. Um, you nailed that. Uh, so thank this you. is uh, this is a, a bunkhouse match, which is cool, right? Um, yeah. There's some good entrances here, uh, the cool, the logos of all the different promotions, and this was, what was, the, it's, it's a magazine that was like, hey, hey all you wrestling promotions, what if you all did one match? So you got um, you got the card for this? It's pretty hard. Yeah. That's, pretty, that's, that's a pretty hard one to find, right? <laughs> that's a pretty tough one to find. Um, I think this I think this show actually has its own Wikipedia page, which is pretty impressive uh, for a '90s like a random '90s dome show. Um, it's not like this is the Big Egg Wrestling Universe here or something. Uh, the uh, the the bunkhouse where they all stand a certain distance away, you know. In in Cork and Hall, they always like they go to they go to one corner. They each go to a corner of the of the building of the auditorium, yeah. and they run. And you know, there's a bat or whatever in the middle of the ring, barbed wire bat. And this one, they're all just on the entryway, entryway with like this quarter mile long ramp. <laughs> yeah. And they count down, and Cactus Jack just takes off at like seven, like. I, mean, I don't know. If I oh, I, yeah. He's just like he doesn't give a shit. He's just like he didn't even wait till halfway. Bang, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he didn't understand the the rules, anyways. I mean, it's one of those things where you can't really enforce that, right? I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> it's like an honor system kind of thing, which is very funny. Um, this is a that's a purely Japanese gimmick, right? What the the thing where they both run from? I mean, I know the bunkhouse stampede match or whatever, but. That wasn't a. That was a I, yeah, I think. I mean, like, I think it's been brought being a little bit yeah. maybe to the U.S., but that was a Japanese invention. But the bunkhouse match fuck- between Buck and Dustin, they don't run into the ring like that. They just fight each other with boots and shit. Yeah, like, what the fuck does it con- What the fuck does it mean to be a bunkhouse match in Japan? Like, it's like, like it's like normal. Like a bunkhouse match is just a synonym for a street fight here. Like Nakamaki, Shoji Nakamaki is dressed that way every match. Cactus that is Jack true. Is dressed that way every match. Uh, Terry Funk is dressed that way every match. Like that's uh, that they that they wrestle here. Like that's just that's not like a street fight. That's just them being them. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing there's nothing really to that. I mean, I don't know. I guess you know you want it to look good on the fucking poster, right? I mean, you, this is the thing where the, the name of your match should probably stand out. What is it? Is it? Is this build is a certain... What is it called? Barbed wire board and barbed wire baseball bat bunkhouse death match. Okay. I mean, yeah, you put that on a poster. Fuck it. 
takes up yeah. ha- it takes up half the fucking page. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, so Cactus jumps the gun and then he fakes out Nakamaki, who's chasing after him, turns and clotheslines him like <laughs> off the stage. I think. Oh yeah, there's some good uh, ramp bumps in this. Yeah, well, and yeah, and I think Jack takes about seven or eight, just high, <laughs> you know, just like off a thing onto the concrete. Um, yeah, so. Leatherface looks good here. Leatherface has got the jacket, um, the full suit jacket. He's he's decked out. He's got the uh, the fucking apron and shit. Yeah, yeah, he looks good, and he's he. You know, this is this is probably the probably one of my favorite Leatherface performances I've seen, just because he gets to do a special thing towards the end that that comes off really well. Um, the uh, F- Funk and a Headhunter, or I, I, I don't I, I had a hard time taking notes in this match uh, because. Of, <laughs> The fact that there's two headhunters, and I don't fucking know which one's which, and nobody does, right? That's the point? Yeah, it's they're, they're twins. They're, the match where they supposed... wrestle each other, you know which one's which in that, right? Or do you, you not? You kind of have to, like, you figure it out because you have to, like, listen to the commentary a little bit, but yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> but basically, it's... <laughs> That's why that match is exactly the same in that match. So you just look look at the introductions and shit. Sure, and then you try. It's like the fucking uh, three card Monty. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's one of the great. That's truly one of the great matches. I think. Um, You know, we'll we'll do it one day. Uh, That match is such a freak show. Uh, Not that this isn't. This is great, and they're fucking great in it. it, it's what Leatherface is on the floor by the long ramp, and each headhunter like jumps off the ramp and just like does a jumping chair shot to the head, uh, like Matt Justice style, you know, bringing it yeah. back. Thank God the the jumping chair shot, which is like an ECW staple, you know. Um, oh, it's a classic. It's yeah, classic. I mean, it's just yeah, it's a regular chair shot, but he came off the second rope with it. Like fuck yeah, <laughs> I like that. I'm a big fan of like just. This is basically the same, except it came from higher up, so it's got to hurt more, right? Absolutely, it's great. It's good stuff. Um, wrestling is good when you do it when you do it like that. Um, what are you liking from this? What are you, how are you feeling? How, who's who's sticking out to you? You know who's oddly sticking out? It's that. That's right. It's the most nondescript human being here. It's Shoji Nakamaki. Nakamaki. Yeah, I I thought he was really good in this too. Oh, because I mean, this is his moment. He knows that like he's never gonna have a bigger moment in his life than this. And theoretically, he does uh, fucking Kawasaki, but no, he doesn't. No, this is this is it. And he's what's his big Kawasaki throwing... match? What's his what is he? Has, he has a main event. He's in the he's in the uh, well, he's in King of the Death matches. Oh, of course, of course, okay, sure. And he gets two matches. He do, he's do, it's pretty good. It, that's fine. That's nice were, okay. to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's fucking good in that tournament. That's disgusting. But here he's podcast. just like throwing like disgusting headbutts and like big ass clotheslines, and he's dying. He, He's getting his ass beat. Well, he's the but one he's who just... basically has to take the, the most of the headhunters' offense, which has to suck. Oh, yeah. Just has to suck. Yeah. <laughs> they do a uh, – he's on – He they have him on, on uh, the ramp, and uh, one comes off for a leg drop, and the other comes off for a splash. The so splash is pretty – seconds. The splash is pretty impressive. It follows the leg drop, uh, which, just to be clear, off the top rope onto the – the ramp, the hard, and he bounces like he's in a ring. Yeah. He bounces, and it's not like there's give. He just his bounces off of his big fat headhunter b ass. Um, it's headhunter ass and headhunter butt. <laughs> there we go. Um, they they yeah they just fuck him up 
And on the other side of the ring, Foley, like they cut to it briefly. Foley's dropping an elbow off the apron on the other side of the ring onto Funk. Like, you know, it's just chaos. And they do good. I think they do a good job of catching, you know, most of it. Um, I was outside watching this um, while smoking a cigarette, like at one, two in the morning before we started recording the other night. And I had to turn it down because it was like so much like shrieking and screaming like real horrifying stuff um, yeah uh, i mean mid-90s foley he's a he's a loud motherfucker yeah yeah he's he's awesome um he does the the ear you know the ear remover rope spot of course um uh and it's funny he like he i think he's yelling out vic help me help because he's like oh shit i am not i wasn't prepared to be stuck here one of the headhunters does a fucking sp- uh splash from the from that corner yeah, Nakamaki. While his and head's trapped in it. Yes, I'm glad you saw that. Disgusting. Shaking his neck and throat around. It's. <laughs> I'm glad you saw that because uh, I didn't take a note of that, but I do. I do remember that happening. And That's he, insane. yeah, he just is clearly like, audibly yelling for one of the headhunters to help him. Yeah, and yeah, it's great. That's terrifying. Um, uh, that's why he's the best. <laughs> okay, let's see here. They uh. Yeah, they just—it's—it's a lot. They do a lot of fucking shit. That's the thing. That's—I keep saying this. This keeps happening when we discuss like a six-man tag. But I just say a thing like, "Here's the thing about this match: a lot of stuff happens in it." Oh, I mean, it's not sparing. It's a like go for broke match, which is very very cool. Yeah, yeah. They um, Leatherface gets a great big moment with he 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 says fuck this or whatever and leaves the match for a while. Yeah, so Nakamaki and Terry are getting their asses whooped uh, yeah. three on two for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leather Leatherface comes back with uh, the chainsaw and it's like sparking. It's like this big... Yeah. Like, it's got like a bunch of sparklers all over it. Which is cool and it like seems to be... He seems to be triggering it. You know, like he's like it, he's like revving it and the sparks are coming out when he revs it. Like it's a it's a good special effect. To be sure, and the crowd is nuts for it. Like it's hell yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you be? I mean, the loudest they got for the whole match, probably right. Um, and it's just a yeah. sustained like incredible. It's awesome. Um, and they all get a little saw action. The 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 hunters and then Foley takes it in the arm, um, and goes outside and blades his arm. And is this the one that gave him the huge scar? maybe the, the famous scar that was so famous that it was on every action figure that Jack specific released from 97 to 2004 or whatever. Um, they would always put that big scar. It was so fucking nasty looking on the, on the cactus Jack and, and mankind toys. Um, and presumably the dude love toy, but I don't think I had a dude love. Um, remember the, the, the bone crunch in action, the bendy arms. Love those guys. My favorite era of yeah. wrestling toys. Um, the, um, they all get the saw. They all get a little bit of saw. Leatherface goes up. Uh, kind of hit. He kind of hits a salt. You say he kind. He kind of hits it, right? Oh, I think he hits that. <laughs> he hits it. it yeah. It's, it's a wild moonsault, but he hits it. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes up for a headbutt uh, 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 onto maybe the other headhunter. I forget. Um, and uh, misses. And then uh, yeah, they, that he just splats. It's, yeah, it, it's it's. Fun. Yeah, then they put a barbed wire fucking board on him, and you know, um, then you know we get we get this great funk. We get like that's the thing, right? All this is a great, this is a really great match. I really love this match. Um, but I di- I was like, oh, this is really good until we get just the brief moment, and this is all that I need. A little bit of 
Terry Funk with his wide stance, barely able to stand, fighting off all the guys with his fucking fists. Um, yep. And then trying to beat one of the headhunters with a fucking spinning toe hold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, you know, the, great, the greatest wrestler of all time. Absolutely. You know, I, we, I keep saying it. People are saying this. I don't know if you... He's the best. If you're not saying this, you're fucking, you're fucking up. I feel like it's, the, it's like it, we're we're getting to the point where everybody can kind of be like, oh yeah, Terry Funk, yeah, sure. That's that he's the, he's the one. If you're if you're you know one of us, if you're in our yeah. in our group, like you know, he's got a whole day named after. Him. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't I don't use the hashtag, but I support it. I'm always happy to see those posts in my feed. Um, he's the best, and uh, there's they try to light a fire. I guess they're gonna like roast some fucking marshmallows or something. Um, Funk's flinging chairs like from the crowd. He's trying to fling them into the ring, but some of them he's flinging backwards into the deeper into the crowd. <laughs> like, like they're bouncing off the ropes, and he like one hits him in the fucking chest or whatever. Like it's you know it's Terry Funk. He's the greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, uh, Foley goes for a table suplex, doesn't doesn't hit it at all, and then just like you can just hear a clank as he just throws the table on. Uh, but you can't see it because the right. headhunters and uh, are doing something nakamaki. Yeah, yeah, they fuck. They yeah, they do. They do like so. Like the, yeah, the headhunters do like a to- he does like a tope con hello misses and hits his brother. Leatherface does a big plancha off the top. Cactus does a fucking uh, like nakamaki's on the shoulders of one of the headhunters, and Cactus leaps off the second rope to the floor doing a fucking Rick Steiner like bulldog thing to his head. <laughs> it's yeah. just crazy. Um, and then Foley takes the biggest bump of the match because of course he fucking does, um, where he's standing on the top rope, and Funk, I think it's Funk, right? It's Funk. Funks Funk him off, and he just to hits the floor, just the concrete, and flush, it, and it just, and it's not even like a. There's not like you know the the pop is. Maybe the fifth or sixth best pop in the There's match. a big groan though. It's like oh yeah, oh, people oh. are like not like it, like oh that that's like a that's the thing about certain bumps. You have to do you have to find somewhere in the middle, right? Because if it's yeah. if it's too bad, people are gonna be too scared. <laughs> and I think Foley like you know obviously the cell the ninety eight cell bump is like the obviously it's the greatest bump of all time, right? Yeah, you, you good with that? Uh, yeah, because like, it's just too insane to not put it up there as, yeah. as probably the greatest. Fucking as, as, the, as the most impressive bump of all time in terms of like the best crafted bump. That's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a different thing, man. And yeah, I don't think it qualifies. Yeah, we got because do- he died. Yeah, we got to talk about that. And he was brought back to life. We got to talk about that match. I always forget. You know, I always forget that that match goes on after that bump, and then that. They do like thumbtack. That's a great match, you know. Whether what, it's and then a, he takes a fucking even more disgusting bump through the through the cage. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I haven't seen it in years. I, I, I mean, obviously everybody knows that match like so fucking famous, but and that's why I say that's maybe the great bump of all time. But man, what a fucking guy. Um, yeah, that'll be one. Um, I'm Emily wants to come on the show. My wife wants to come on the show, and she's never seen cool. that, but she loves Mick Foley. She's seen that clip, but she's never seen the full match. I don't think she knows there's thumbtacks. <laughs> this that match has thumbtacks in it afterwards. In 1998, yeah, it's fucking crazy. He's a crazy motherfucker, Mick Foley. Can't believe they let him do that shit. Um, you know who's good in that match? Terry Funk. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get him to stay on the stretcher. Oh man. Anyways, Nakamaki gets justice. He hits his third move of the match, a schoolboy for the win. <laughs> oh, yeah, Terry Funk also does a moonsault off the top to the floor. You know, 
greatest wrestling of all time. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's my time, boys. Yeah. Moonsault's up. Yeah, he's great. He's the best. Um, all right. I guess, what is it? Are we, we're not taking another break, right? What do you think? No, we're not taking another break. I don't think we need to take another break. That's up to you. No, let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's talk about Vampiro yes. versus X-Pac from September 2006. All of my notes are in a fucked up order, and I was like scrolling through, and I was like, Did we, we talked about that. We talked about that. Okay. So it's this, and then we got one more? Yeah. Yeah. Good. We're, we're killing. Hey, we're killing this. This is almost like a yeah, real well, goddamn podcast. Yeah. I feel good about this now. Um, oh, let's see here. Hang on. Um, my wife said she's stopping at Panera on the way home. Um, you tell me about what RXLL is. Did you see the date? Uh, yeah. It's, uh, we were almost uh, doing a real podcast, and then we <laughs> then I got September a text. 3rd. September 3rd, 2006, RXLL, uh, Lucha Libre promotion, they booked a lot of uh, hardcore stuff. You know, late 2000s is like sort of uh, the genesis of uh, Lucha Extrema as we've come to uh, know it. Uh, and uh, nobody knew exactly what the hell they were doing. Um, here's just two guys who uh, whose TV gig at the moment was Wrestling Society X. So, fuck. Like, right. What's, uh this is a rematch, in fact, rematch in theory, of the Wrestling Society X Championship match, match between these two men. Okay, uh, I've seen that match. I've never seen this one. That has an exploding coffin too, right? But it's like more of like a fake like special effect? Yeah. That's a very fake special effect. Yeah. I, I, I saw it years ago, and I remember it being cartoonish, but also kind of cool, you know. Um, yeah. Um, X-Pac... I guess you know we've we've talked about Vampiro a little bit. He was on last year's Halloween episode, famously. Um, but I, you know, he's one of those guys that I don't really know a whole uh, a lot about, like his best stuff in triple triple A in like the '90s. I, I mean, I say best stuff, the stuff that like made him a big enough star that he could go and you know, become, come to WCW and like immediately have an upper mid card spot in the late nineties. When he showed up, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I didn't know. he was like, like The shit that made him a telenovela star. Yeah. 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 Was he an actual telenovela star? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I've, I've heard that, but I wasn't, wasn't sure if you were riffing there. Um, you, it could have been a joke that could have definitely been. An, oh yeah. You could have definitely be sure been setting up a bit there. Um, he's very attractive. Right? He's got a way about him. He's more sure. your style of guy, though. He's got that Damien Priest sort of... Well, I mean, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, 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 uh, like, he's like a goth yeah. adamant thought. Yeah. Like, sort of his move. Yeah, yeah. that's more... Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think he's very attractive as well. But yeah, I, I, I think I kind of... I'm only, like, recently understanding why Vamp- Vampiro worked. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I already have our uh, Halloween twenty twenty two proposal uh <laughs> together obviously we can always also ahead. remember we can always do dia de los muertes or whatever i said the, or whatever god i'm such an idiot dia de los muertes is that right uh dia de muertes yeah is, is that is that um that's in october too isn't it that's like november 2nd oh well shit so we could just do we, we don't we, really have the time we'll record that. that one after this all right but what's your yeah, what, yeah, what's, have, what's your yeah, pitch what's your pitch the lineup <laughs> okay what's your no pitch? we're gonna do we're just gonna do hell night episode uh, okay and 
Yeah, yeah. Vamp, the ICP. We're gonna have uh, my roommate on the um, okay. the most uh, the, the biggest vampiro fan I know. My roommate Misha. Uh, I think so. Now, here's the thing about that. I think in my head it's like, oh man, I think a lot of people like vampiro now. I think it's just her, and I just see her post. <laughs> about it sometimes. No, <laughs> right. I, I did like a couple Vampiro, years ago. But I think people like Vampiro for different reasons. People like used to think that Vampiro was like legitimately good. Now nobody knows now nobody thinks that, but they know that like, Vampiro like owns. That he's like he's a weird like, a maniac. He does he does things that don't make sense he's and a strange <laughs> he wrestles like uh like a he's always doing a showcase match on a sea show. Like he's always just like getting his shit in. Like he's I mean, he is definitely like a backyarder. Yeah, yeah, in his yeah, way. Yeah, he's definitely he's like a he's like the tallest graduate of the the fucking uh, John Dom or Eddie Valentine's CW <laughs> Academy. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, he's um, him he's, teaming he's... with like Shun the Kabuki Kid or whatever. <laughs> the height difference there, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> the, the, that's the thing about Vamp- Vampiro, though. I keep almost trying to say Vampiro. Uh, Vampiro is that he he is has an undeniable presence. He is a very charismatic guy who just like I think he's a really good baby face. Um, he's a good baby face. He really is. Just so like you know shout like a he's a very good lucha technico where he is like a shouting and shoot you know shaking his arms and doing the whole fucking thing that you know the great the great technicos would do you know. Um, He's got a very, uh, I, I don't mean elastic, like, rubbery. I mean elastic, like, he can do a lot of facial expressions. Like, you, he conveys a lot of his face. A lot of the time, he's not trying to. In this match, for example, I don't think he's trying to convey how, like, depressed he looks. Not, like, existentially. He's just, like, off his meds and shit. Like, like you just see, like, a flash, and you're just, like, he's just looking off in the distance. He's got that uh, Thousand Island Stare. Yeah, uh, the Thousand Island I, Stare. <laughs> I had to bring it back, maybe four years. Uh, Andre's Steakhouse. Like, Shuts it's out. just like this man who just is like, what, what, is, what am I doing here? What the fuck? Why do I sound like this? I'm from fucking Ontario. But now I'm like a <laughs> vampire guy. That's the thing. Also, where is it? What, who, where, what, is this guy white? Like, I never fucking have been able to crack this This man's down. name is Ian Hodgkinson. Yeah, he's is a it? very white man. All right. He speaks fluent Spanish. Um, he's learned it. He's learned it. Okay. He's, uh, I mean, we're gonna talk like, plenty about Vampiro, like as as we do more of this show. Vampiro is, a, is one of the most fascinating wrestling figures, but but he is also a hilarious bum. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's that's kind of like, it's 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 the the two sides of the coin that kind of make him actually interesting to talk about. Because if it was just one or the other, it would be so much less interesting. He's such an over the top guy. Like, yeah, I was taking. 700 800 uh percocet a, a day i wasn't addicted though yeah like he said that i, mean, on I believe him he said that I... with the chris van valet guy yeah <laughs> i believe him you know maybe he's so just that good was at it like the last year or change mm. 2000... no, no, no. 2006 he's probably yeah i mean what, where's fucking x-pac in 2006 Sean Waldman is looking a lot more lucid and that's pretty bad yeah well you know um i have the i have this uh okay. Such a low quality file. Yo. And then when the tambourine comes in. <laughs> oh, he. When's the fucking King of Trios weekend where he wrestles Generico? Is that like 2010? 
It's like 2010, 2011, 2012, somewhere in that. And the people are like, all right, man, hell yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Is he He's in back. TNA in the mid 2000s? What the fuck is X Pac doing from 06 to King of Trios? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Drugs is what he's doing. <laughs> uh, Rehab. He's, he's working he's for the the, fa- the 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 famous pr- promotion that uh, it doesn't make tape. It never made tape, but we always heard the reports that it was really good. It was uh, D R U G S wrestling. Um, yeah. Sean Michael Waltman, who is only this man is like thirty three years old in this match. For that I know but, uh, that's fucking crazy too. The kid. Yeah, you know? like he's always he did a lot of AAA. That's true. Uh, sure. Okay. Sure. Max, I remember he, he does have like Teddy Hart and shit and like the like two thousands in AAA. Yeah. 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 I've seen some of that. It's not good, but it's you know, fuck. <laughs> Teddy Hart doesn't have to be good for me to watch him. It's two thousand eleven where he has the uh, the uh, Red of all the doors match with yeah. uh, fucking Generico. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's a cool match. I like that. I remember just. I and I'm a Generico fan. Um, he does. It sucks that he retired. <laughs> He does have a return uh, to uh, uh, TNA uh, in the spring of 2010. Yeah, the band. Where I they had a bring feeling. back the band. Yeah, I knew he was in the band. Um, we don't need to talk about that. We need to with the band. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I got everything I ever wanted. Yo, yo. That's a good song. You I'm like sh- that song? <laughs> No, it's not good, man. <laughs> you ever heard the whole thing? You gotta listen to the whole thing. The the the, the, the third great... verse and the second bridge are just. It's it's one of the best <laughs> bad themes of all time, but really also is. um, they they should have been heels. They got UK after... in for it though. They got UK, you know, Uncle Cracker. That's what. You yeah. Know, if you ever see somebody say the UK, they're talking Edwin. about Edwin, Uncle Cracker. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Edwin. Um. So what do you actually think about this match? Oh, I thought it was cool. It was a little slow it's, and like it's a little slow. I mean, but y- yeah, it's meandering. As hell. I mean, but the atmosphere is cool. If the tiki torches on like the uh, this is that on the uh, fucking ring post. Are those tiki torches? I just wrote down why are the ring posts on fire? No, I figured out those are in fact uh, torches of some type. Okay, so that's yes. is that like a theme thing? I, I don't know. It's a, this is also a fuzzy. Is it first of all? Um, not only is this a, a fuzzy like low, you know, maybe two forty p might have been. You know, 360 or whatever. Like, not not a great old upload. That's fine. We deal with that. We love that. Uh, but also, this is a TV broadcast with local time and weather in the corner of the screen. Oh, yeah. And what? commercials. Who well, is there only ads for only ads for uh, upcoming shows. Yeah, it's this is some real uh, fucking fake UTV. Yeah. Um, I I guess we there was like a period there. In the in the early 2010s, where like there was a lot of indie lucha that was making like TV. Oh yeah, yeah. And Cubs fan was posting all of it, and it was you know, it was a good time for me to get into lucha. That's for sure. Um, yeah. What? Vampiro has a he he's got like a, a the most beautiful super kick I've ever seen. You know, um, fucking Pac does chops and eye rakes and he like rips Vampiro's shirt off. It's he, he, when he does the Bronco Buster, he like humps his face a couple extra times. <laughs> yeah. um, he really gets it. He really gets his ass of that. Yeah, and you know he's feeling himself clearly. Uh, he hits him with uh, on the outside. He hits him with one of those big plastic school desk chairs, um, and then grinds uh, uh, Vamp- Vampiro's face with his like fist or you know claws or whatever um, in front of an old woman in the crowd who grabs her purse and leaves. 
don't know if you saw that. Um, <laughs> I thought that was pretty entertaining. Um, and then X-Pac bites his uh, bloody forehead for a little bit. And uh, that was when, I was watching that on the TV, that's when Emily and Pearl drove into the garage and I had to uh, switch to the tablet because I felt it was just a little too nasty to show this to my six-year-old. I don't know. Understandable. It's iffy, it's iffy. Um, but yeah, so Vampiro is like the type of Technico who, he's like a, he's like a nasty Technico who is going to do, he's going he's gonna to do a nut shot and the crowd's going to love it. You know, yeah. Um, his, I think he's a really, I think he's a really interesting guy to talk about. I'd like to see him. I'd like, I want to see him in the '90s when he was like, a, he was like a blowjob babyface kind of type. I mean, you know, he was like a a, a technico idol type of guy, right? Like, yeah. uh, you know, where they would, you know, say, you know, when you remember in, uh, they would yell Ricky uh, to to Ricky Marvin and Noah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. You know, <laughs> that was my favorite. Love Ricky Marvin. Um, I bet he just fucked his way through that entire island, I swear to God. Um, the amount of STDs that he spread. <laughs> uh, in Japan? Or in, J- in, in Japan, Mexico? in Japan. Well, and then he yeah. brought them back. He brought back some other ones to... And, you know, they, they I don't know if you know about the viruses they brew. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, they're on a stage <laughs> with multiple drum kits... Um, oh yeah, it's like a secondary percussionist. That's a very vampiro setup. Like you can picture like some crappy metal bands and stuff here, um, for sure. Yeah, well, there's. So I always, I always appreciate a multi, uh, multi, multiple like percussionists in a in a band. I always wonder, you know, uh, what that show's gonna be like. <laughs> you just come out, you see that on the stage, and like, oh shit, all right. I guess the, the that extra guy showed up tonight. <laughs> um. Yeah, Xbox takes a backdrop on the stage and then uh, a powerbomb off the stage through a table. So he's like, you know, he's he's doing things. Um, he's definitely there to work, which I, I was surprised by. Um, and, you oh, know, yeah. Vampiro came out with a bundle of tubes. And I was like, oh, shit. Are we going to see another member of the clique get his uh, fucking back dirty? Because, you know, uh, the Juggalo show that we, that we covered fucking... <laughs> Scott Hall taking oh. a, the Russian, the white Russian leg sweep into tax. Taking the fucking boot camp into tax. The boot, the, I said, yeah, it's not the white Russian legs. Jesus Christ. Falling it's okay, apart. buddy. Falling apart. <laughs> it's okay, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a weird one to fucking mix up. I guess it's not. They're both fat guys They're both fat garbage wrestlers, Corp and Sandman. Um, both two of the greats. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Vamp- Vampiro goes for a pin on the floor uh, and gets two. Yeah, this is false count anywhere apparently. Too. No, <laughs> like, no, there are no. This match. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I want to say this match is rules. I don't think they exist. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's. I I was told it was an exploding casket match. Oh, we're getting there. Which so when he goes for a pin on the floor, and I was like, wait a minute, is this like a standard one fall match? <laughs> Is this for one? Is this motherfucking match for one fucking fall? That's not what I came here to see. Um, he yeah, Vampiro has like a Kabuki throat thrust, right? That looks fucking yeah. perfect. Um, incredible form, nice contact. Uh, X Pac drops like a sack of shit off of it. Um, yeah, unfortunately the the tubes do get smashed over Vampiro's back. I really wanted to see X Pac. Uh, Take some class. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if that's the only time he ever swung a. He's probably never swung another bundle of tubes. No, he probably did in in AAA in two thousand eight. Of course he did. It's possible. Everybody it's possible. was swinging tubes at somebody and fucking. 
Um, yeah, and then they uh, go into the exploding casket, which certainly explodes. Yeah, um, Pac is going for one of it, going for a spinning uh, kick. Uh, Vampiro uh, grabs him and hits him with a back suplex, basically as a reversal into the exploding casket, which explodes. Yeah, it definitely now, does explode. Here's what I like <laughs> about this match: it explodes, and then no idea what's happening. You gotta have the big have... smoke. You gotta have the big cloud because the cloud is everything. The, it, you, it needs to be a little time before anybody can see fucking anything. And if that if that works, oh absolutely. If that works, you're fucking in. That's why uh, fucking Tony. Listen, Tony, Tony Khan, if you're listening, um, just more smoke next time. That's all you need, motherfucker. The smoke is the, the smoke, <laughs> and the and and the sound, obviously. But god damn it, um, I know Tremont and and Onita are gonna fucking kill it this weekend. I cannot fucking wait uh, to see that because the you know that's he he knew he knew he, he you know he likes sparks too, but the the big explosion at the end of fucking five, five isn't, you know what, what matters there is the dust and the smoke that takes forever to clear out, you know? Um, yeah. That's, that's why you get a baseball stadium. That's why it. you get a base. That's right, baby. That's right. Um, yeah. Fucking casket explodes. Cause it's an exploding casket and it definitely does do that. Um, there are close-ups of like bewildered and concerned looking women, the which is great. Are both, concerned but also they are bewildered because is this the end what the fuck is this what the fuck just happened well it's explain a damn thing that just happened this match no you can't really but well you you gotta laugh you know like like ice t says sometimes you just gotta laugh um they you know there's there's this like element of um you know that these guys didn't just go up in an improvised explosive device. You know they're going to come out with their limbs intact probably cuz it's a fucking show. Um so you're you're all you're like shocked at how big it is while also laughing with how convinced you maybe were for a second like oh my god. And then you're like laughing with yourself. You know what I mean? But I mean let it be said. This did does this end the match? And the answer is it does. And you're like, "Huh." Yeah. It's, yeah. The ref just like, "Uh your winner, Vampiro. Yeah, well, he comes and out. And I guess he did win because he put X Pac into the exploding casket. There might have been a count. The referee might have counted out there. I did consider that. I don't think that. he does shit. I yeah, am I don't, pretty I don't sure think he did either. But maybe, maybe, maybe he didn't like hit his hand. Maybe he was just saying it. Maybe he just said one, two, three in English for some reason. <laughs> maybe. Oh yeah, it's a cool match. I don't know. I I it's this is one of those ones where I'm like, yeah, you just gotta. You gotta accept it. You gotta buy in, and uh, it's a vibe match. It's a vibes match. Yeah, you and you have to be like, you have to match that. Uh, Sometimes the vibes are good enough that they they suck you in no matter what. But this one, you kind of have to meet halfway. Uh, But if you can, that fucking casket explodes. Um, Something like Don Knotts when I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Cast explodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Don Knotts. He's the coolest. Yeah, um, man. Watch all the, anyway. Don, the, all the Don Knotts comedies from the 60s and 70s. Where he's like, uh, you know, eh, not, let's not do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want to do main, main event, event time? Main event time. The, we are in Cleveland. The Gund Arena. SummerSlam 1996. 
What the fuck is the date? I don't know off the top of my head. I have it says August. That's all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm shocked. SummerSlam. It says August, August here. Yeah. Oh. Uh, August 1996. It's a Boiler Room Brawl. It's The Undertaker versus Mankind. Mm-hmm. The Ghost and Mr. Chicken is the movie I'm thinking of. Um, as the Don Man. <laughs> You know what Shit. Chicken means. Wait, I should watch that. That that would that might be like a fun like with the kids, because that's like a haunted house movie that's like funny and goofy. Have you ever seen the Ghost of Mr. Uh, Chicken with Don? I Knotts? haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, he's Mr. Chicken is some kind of pedophile, right? <laughs> um, I, I I forget exactly. Ch- Mr. Ch- Chicken is like a pedophile's name, to be of course. Oh. Chicken, you know, we all know that. Okay. <laughs> I feel but like I, I, that might have gone over my head when I was a kid, <laughs> and maybe just now is. as well. <laughs> I don't think he is. Yeah, I don't. I don't really remember the details. I haven't seen the film since I was a little kid. And here it says uh, that one of the characters uh, commits a murder suicide. So maybe not watch this with the kids. Maybe wait a couple years. Um, a mankind versus the Undertaker in the boiler room brawl. Um, Jim Ross explains that nothing like this match has ever happened before. Um, and and Vince kind of says, well, uh, what about the the Hollywood backlot brawl? Because to Vince, the only thing that's like the connection he's making is that like they pre-taped part of it. He's like, well, the production was pretty similar on that, Jim. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like he has no idea how to like sell it. Um, it's a good yeah, video. Yeah, commentary package. team of Vince, Jr. and uh, mostly Mr. silence. Hennick, who says four words the Does whole it, match. I didn't even realize he was there. I mean, they hardly any of them say anything. It's really oh weird. no, which which adds the atmosphere. I will say, yeah, I thought it's it was cool. I liked it, but it's also like very funny, and it's like it doesn't help uh, get this match over for the crowd. But also, when you realize what the ex- actual display for the crowd is, oh my god, we'll get nothing's to it. gonna. That's so funny. That that was a shocking revelation. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, just say it now. There's four cathode ray tube TVs around the fucking ring, each pointed a different direction towards the crowd, and they all watch on a 32-inch fucking JVC, basically. But yeah, it's basically uh, an AV club rig. Uh, like, you're wheeling in for fucking... Uh, you're wheeling it in for a, a fucking informational video about, like fucking nematodes or some fucking shit yeah, and that's well, what no. this entire arena has to watch the substitute teacher up. is there and you're gonna watch all dogs go to heaven two or something on that fucking thing <laughs> you know whatever the fucking <laughs> the school library just had in front um yeah god it, it's feels great what, yeah. a, what a stupid premise yeah, yeah it's just, just like yeah sometimes you just don't have. You just don't do anything. You don't learn. Yeah, fuck well, my, that. And hey, those are the best days. My, my wife is uh is subbing right now for a high school. Um, <laughs> she's subbing. For, <laughs> did you know about this? I told you about this. I've heard about it. Um, and she um, I don't know. She said that a girl like a, like a girl who's like a hundred pounds heavier and a foot taller like got in her face and yelled at her and just I don't know. Oh. Uh, but you know she's supposed to like not do that anymore. Substitute teachers they don't just like. Um, put on a movie now. You have to like try, apparently, which my wife was not happy to find that out. <laughs> but she's doing. I don't know. We'll see. She might. She might quit after today, um, or she might keep going. Uh, and she's she's welcome to do whatever she likes. Um, the uh, let's see here. the The boiler room is 
what Freddy Krueger, right? Yeah. Right. Like the, I guess there's also like a warehouse or whatever. I just watched the first four of those movies. They're all great. Um, the, um, the, the boiler room is, a, I, it's a real place in a building. There's going to be a boiler room in a big building. Every, you know, there's, you can't have a big building without a fucking boiler room. No, no. So mankind uh, always has I a mean, place to they hang. Do, they do refer to it as the bowels of the arena, which, yeah. I mean, you, you know that t- Vince loves to talk about pooping and Absolutely. farting and That's shitting exactly out his doo doo ass. Um, <laughs> Straight up, he just wants to, like, the bow. Ha! Yeah. The bowels, you say? <laughs> Bertha Faye's so lucky she didn't get stuck with, like, a name like Dewdrop. That's so Dewdrop. fucking depressing. He made that girl, that, that, that sweet girl who's a good wrestler, who I think is one of the only good British wrestlers ever. <laughs> of the, or the last, you know, whatever. Um, and he named her after a shit, and then he took her to Saudi Arabia and made her fucking wrestle. That is fucked up, man. Deuce, if you're listening, fucking give it up, man. You can't have it both ways. You can't thirst yeah, for Dewdrop yeah. and also support this shit, man. But Bucky, Ugh, that what? man's name is also Deuce. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, no, I mean, you're right. You are right. I don't, I don't even, I, lo- I lost my, I fucking, now my entire world is spinning. Um, all right, Taker's reluctant to go in the room. Um, which, and in fairness, this could easily be some kind of trap. Sure, sure well, why not? You're, well, that's that's part of the deal, right? Is that he is walking into, so Taker has signature matches. Um, he's I don't know if he's got more than just the. I mean, he had the body bag match, like you know, in the early '90s. But then the casket coffin match is established pretty well by you know '92, '93. Like everybody, when the first yeah. Yoko match happens, that's a well-established gimmick that he's done at least a couple times in big stages, right? Yeah. I guess the Kamala match is the big one. Um, yeah, so, you know, that's his element. You're in my yard. Like, that's a big... A weird thing about The Undertaker is that he often puts himself in a competitive advantage <laughs> by, t- by staking home, home turf in big feud blow-off matches. Why is it that so many wrestlers would agree to step into the cell or a wrestle a casket match, or the last ride match, or the buried alive match, or the biker chain match, or the inferno match. That's more of a Kane. That's Kane's match, right? Yeah. But Kane didn't win any of them, right? He beat MVP in one. <laughs> no, he didn't. That didn't <laughs> yeah, happen. He did. That never happened. That absolutely happened. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like I remember that happening. It's the sh- same show where Jer- Joey Mercury's face explodes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, great, yeah, sure. Starcade '85, <laughs> yep. love that show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, my point. Taker. All right, so I, look, '96, SummerSlam '96. I I was watching this. Um, my my dad ordered this pay per view. We ordered all the in your houses leading up to you know we were we were in and this is fuck this is right after Bash of the Beach you know, um so interest is waning in this compared to WCW um, in our household and everywhere else. You know? Yeah. Um, and one of the things that was most compelling to me as a seven year old was this guy. I had never seen this fucking guy before. I didn't watch, you know, I didn't watch ECW obviously when I was seven. Um, I mean now, you know, you're seven year old, you're on YouTube or whatever you can watch the fuck you want. Um, 
I wasn't watching 93, you know, Halloween Havoc 93. I hadn't seen the Vader matches or whatever. Yeah. No idea who this fucking guy was. Had no knowledge of the King of the Death matches, Kawasaki Stadium. No fucking clue. So when this guy shows up, and he's a guy who, like, hangs out with rats. <laughs> and he has a weird mask, and he might be, um, like, mint, like, like... Growing up, you know, growing up with like a a very close my uncle who basically you know lived with us for much of our lives, our lives, um, who was, you know, high, you know, I don't, I don't even know how you describe these people anymore. He was on a spectrum or whatever back then. He was known as mentally retarded, and that was yeah. the clinical term. So I don't know, you know, he died in two thousand fucking four, whatever. Um, and so I always had a very um, as a kid, uh, very. I don't know. I wouldn't say idealized, but I, I, I had a love for a special person because I was taught to by my sure. mom who was told by her mom that one day I'm going to die and you're going to have to take care of your brother. So my mom put that in me real hard. So to me, seven years old, I thought mankind was retarded. And I liked him because of that. And I wanted, I him, to, I wanted him to win. I wanted him to beat The Undertaker. And that's a true I story. I think there's an implication that he's something. He's something. He's certainly something. There's I something mean, implied. They like, I mean, you know, it's they, they would get more explicit with it over the years with certain wrestlers. Kane. The, you yeah, know, God. The, the Rock the called big him red, that yeah. certain oh, phrase many times. It's, bru- it's so fucking brutal. Um, and, you know, like, look, we all, you know. We, we we all say some things we don't mean to say, and we all certainly said a lot of things back in the '90s that we shouldn't have said. Uh, <laughs> I know you were. I know 90s. You, back in the '90s. Yeah. You know, I know you when what you were like six six. I know you've rehabilitated a lot since then. You've really found betterment in some of the the way you used to talk about people back then, right? When you were six in the '90s. Sure. <laughs> no, I. So again, I. I grew up in a largely intolerant house, but like that was one of the marginalized groups that I was allowed to like, anyways, yeah. <laughs> anyways, um, it's, uh, it, it was, it was compelling to me and the undertaker being scared of him. And I was never an undertaker fan cause the undertaker scared me. It's weird. Yeah. The undertaker scared me. Mankind I thought was just friendly and nice. You just needed to know how to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. That's my mankind bit. Um, that's what, well, that was one of the things about this though, watching this is it tapped into like some memories, which is my favorite thing and my least favorite thing about doing the show. <laughs> oh, to be sure to, it gets you, uh, get, get, you know, get the ball rolling and the ball rolls, sometimes rolls uphill, sometimes rolls downhill. Yeah. You might say how ball, how's the ball roll uphill magic. <laughs> well, and sometimes the ball is actually just a turd. Um, so, you know, um, it's a lot of narrow spaces. Uh, Taker's like inspecting a bunch of pipes. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, really trying to. F- yeah, where is this guy? Where's oh, hey, buddy. Guy? He's like the he, you know you you the car breaks down and you open the hood and pretend it's Jerry Seinfeld that that you know what what where things go and what's what. Um, there's a yeah narrow spaces like it's it's a they they sort of get into this more open section where a lot of the match will take place. But as he's walking through, it's like, how are two guys going to fight in here? Um, and like, it's like a, you know, are these are like real pipes, right? Like this is not a yeah. set. Presumably this I stuff don't... was, did they turn all the water off? 
I have no idea how they gimmicked <laughs> the. I, I I have to assume that it was. Are these pipes hot? Th- these pipes can't be. They can't hot. be hot. Like, this can't be a pipe and hot match. It's only four and a quarter. It's not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, the fact of the matter is, I don't know how they gimmicked that shit, and I'm not sure that they did. Yeah. Aside from, aside from that, they definitely re- taped this during the day. Right? Yeah. They, well, they, yeah. But so, how much though? Because the the cut where they go to the hallway, I guess we'll get to it. But uh, I think that's all live. Where they fight through the hall and all the wrestlers are cheering them on. Sure. I think that's where the live stuff starts because they go out of a door. So I mean, you know. I'm no Marty, but if I was shooting a fucking long take, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm no fucking, uh, what's it, rope? Is that the one that's all pretend one shot? Um, yeah. Stop it. Stop making noise. I'm almost done, motherfucker. <laughs> He's shaking his head. <sighs> I got to cut out where I said, I called him a motherfucker on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, Whoopsie. Uh... Yeah, they they did definitely shoot this uh, early in the day. Um, th- it's pretty bizarre because the whole thing is like or to start. It's a lot of weapon shots early on, and there's no commentary. Um, and I'm not sure if could could they see it? Was Vince watching on one of those shitty TVs, like like peeking up and around to try to call the action? I have no clue. I don't think that they planned this very well. I'm gonna say. There were times uh, where it seemed like the mics weren't even on. Like, it sounds like Jim Ross is talking through... Like, he's talking and his mic is off, but it's picking up on the guy next to him. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is going on here? Um, which, again, it, it's kind of cool. It, it's, I like that it's a I mess. I mean, this is definitely the... Um, this is the See No Evil match, really. This is, like... This is a prototype for some w, WWE I've never seen films. that. Have you seen See No Evil? Uh, no. God. We should... Jacob Nightgood? What the fuck's that character's name? Something that's cool. Like Jacob, that. Is it Jacob Nightgood? It's like Jacob Goodnight or something. Jacob shit Good, like that. That make, I guess it makes more sense. But Nightgood is <laughs> Nightgood. <laughs> it's like they they were like just they were they were a hop, a skip, and a leap, and they took the leap and the skip, but they were just like uh, we'll leave the hop for <laughs> whatever. Oh man, I should watch that. Um, they um, they they brawl around lots of weapon shots. There's some props that are set up. Like it is Jacob Goodnight, hell yeah. Nice. Um, some props that are set up that are like uh, like there's a couple sawhorses, like fully just a jawbreaker on them, but they're not doing like a bunch of, um, you know, cool stuff. They're just kind of they're just throwing each other into shit, and yeah. throwing shit at each other. Yeah, and and but again, also they do appear to be brawling by actively operating electrical equipment, as well as plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is. This is proto Sadero in a weird way, because you're like, sure. Whose plan was this? Who, yeah. who came up with this one? Who tested if that hood or that windshield will break? Nobody, clearly. Because uh, how do you test that? You can't. So what the fuck? Maybe we shouldn't do this. Well, I mean, a bunch of people watching. We should, I guess we'll just do it. <laughs> Which is kind of the whole. It's kind of wrestling in a nutshell, right? Um, they. Uh, they. They do lots of little cheap shots though, which is cool. Like they both wrestle like scrappy. Yeah. And they're both finding weapons and hitting. And it were- definitely has a They Live vibe. Yes. Yes. I didn't write that down. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think of that, but that's a really good... I was thinking about watching that movie. Again, I've been watching all the Carpenters. Um, it's... Yeah. It does feel like just a couple of guys who are like equals also. That's the other thing. Very... I mean, by 96, you get a lot more 50-50 taker, you know? Yeah. Um, 
which say what you will, maybe that's not a good thing. Sometimes it is. It's exactly the thing that you need. Sometimes it's it'd be better if Taker took more of the match or even less. Because um, he is just another wrestler. Like being a real human being. He, he, he is best when he's a fucking wrestler. When he's a fucking regular, you know, not regular. He's a pheno- You know, he's like a huge guy who's got a lot of, you know, iconic uh, maneuvers and uh, presence. You know, he's he's a dickhead biker or yeah, some like he has earned fucking I, new metal looking cult leader. As as much as like we will shit on Undertaker for you know just being a horrible like right wing piece of shit and like the for worst locker room leader, just a dummy, and just like really stupid, setting the standard for bad veterans in locker rooms. You know, yeah, great wrestler, I think for parts of his career and you know undeniable presence and you know the best gimmick of probably the best probably the best gimmick of all time i think i i think it's the most important gimmick since like with the exceptional like gorgeous george uh, sure of all time. okay sure 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 yeah modern yeah modern wrestling yeah um yeah that's probably fair uh, talking taker. I love to talk <laughs> love to talk a little taker do you want to talk about the ladder bump um, does the ladder bump happen before or after? Okay. Yeah, so that ladder. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, yeah, I found it. I found it. It's like Is a... there inherently going to be a ladder in a boiler room? I guess. But the kind of the the way that it would be talked about after the fact this match, it was sort of like like a given that like there'd be like, oh yeah, there'd be all hardcore weapons and stuff. And it's like I was just, like, looking in my basement at my, like, water gauge, and there's some light tubes down there and broken glass and shit, and you're like, hell yeah, that's fucking dangerous as hell. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, is that supposed to be there? No. Not really. I am totally down with that. So, there's also, there's a, a, Mankind, like, climbs a steel ladder that's bolted to the wall that would lead up to a, you know, a second floor where you, like, presumably there would be more pipes. Yeah. (laughs) These fucking pipes go all over the fucking building, and they gotta go, you know. Um, so, yeah, you gotta climb shit. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you gotta fucking get up there. Sometimes you, you need climb a, up on that ass. Sometimes you need a massive extension ladder. <laughs> oh, also, right before this, uh, Foley's uh, gonna give... Uh, so we get these little cuts with this VHS tracking shit. And every time it happens, the crowd boos. And, and also, it's a very... So when the crowd's not really popping for anything, when they just all of a sudden boo, that's a real... <laughs> like, you really notice that. Um... Oh, yeah, the crowd is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck for a lot of this match? I, you know, Which is I, understandable. I didn't realize why until we got, until they actually get to that, and you see. Um, I, they, yeah, because you was, it's like, are they routing it through, like, the Jumbotron or something? Because obviously they don't have the Titantron, but they, they there's some kind of god Surely there's scoreboard. a screen, right? It's 1996, right? No, apparently not. This building was built in fucking 1916. It used to be... You know, it was like a it was the old racist baseball field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got repurposed. Yeah, like maybe in, there, maybe you know? an NBA team plays here, but they're not letting fucking Vince in on their secrets that you know have been around for fifteen years. Yeah, I wonder. I, I guess ninety six. Yeah, that's right before the really the big screens because that's you know that's part of the Titantron. Is it's just like all of a sudden you can do that and transport it on the road and you know. Kind of, I kind of change the game. Uh, honestly, I will say I I like the stage design. I mean, I kind of miss these stage designs where they're just more minimalist, quote unquote. I like the hall because they're just not fucking 
there's not some gigantic fucking screen that you're just yeah the fans are just looking at instead of the ring not well yeah that, that does suck person, but... yeah no well yeah but we don't people don't talk about that much anymore because it has become so normalized but yeah that sucks it sucks and it's all, it also sucks when people are like know that it's a hard cam shot and they're looking for themselves on the fucking hard cam like it sucks no darken that shit up yeah 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 it sucks um i mean i get it i like to be on tv too you know fuck i'd love to be i'd love to be doing the show right right now with you uh you know we could get like a be like, I'd be like, you know, I'd be Fred Armisen, you'd be Carrie Brownstein or whatever. I don't know what the... Yeah, we can use some access shit. It'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Um, call us if you, you know, anybody listening. You know somebody who... There's a hole in the market there, clearly. Nobody else is doing Pre-taped that. Pre-taped call-in show. <laughs> Pre-taped call-in show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the topic this week is mankind. <laughs> um... Foley has a massive wooden extension ladder, as we were going to say. Uh, Vince says he's going to hit him with that elbow again. Um, and that was like the first time I heard Vince actually talk in the match. Um, oh, but right before that, I was going to say, the VHS tracking cuts. Foley's going to give uh, Taker a scoop slam on the concrete, and it cuts out before the bump. And then it cuts back, and he's, he's already on the ground. It's so funny. Taker did not take that bump. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was... I mean, I'm down. I'm, hey, man, that's using your environment. It's using the um, the the tools that you have to 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 make the you know the 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 working little experience bit, better for yourself. A little bit of that cinema magic. Yeah. Hey, he doesn't want to take the bump. Hey, fuck it. You know, it's not in his contract. We're, workers of the world unite. Fuck it. Don't take the bump. Uh, tell him to put a fucking tracking cut in there. You know. Um. They uh. The the bump. Taker sits up, he pulls the ladder down, and while he's doing it, like, Mankind's, like, on, you know, he's, like, seven or eight, maybe ten feet, like, his feet are, like, he's, he's, like, seven or eight rungs up, you know? And Taker grabs it, and he's gonna pull it backwards, and Mankind's gonna bump across the length of the screen, basically, of the frame, which is, you know, very cool. Yeah. Um, and, but as he's... As Taker's pulling it, like peeling the ladder from the wall slowly and, and sort of leaning it back the other direction so that the fucking, you know, John Belushi and Animal House bump can happen, um, Foley climbs two more rungs higher. <laughs> and I don't know if he did that because he's a showman or if he realized that uh, the distance was for his landing. Maybe yeah. he was going to be a little short. And now, with that said, the the landing, the bump that he takes, would you? How would you describe this? What what is uh, that that he lands on? It's just a box, right? It's a box. There's some crap in there. It sounds it sounds like it sounded like a but... full box of just bullshit garbage, like tools or something. Like it's just a yeah. big cardboard box, which is not a that's not a crash pad. <laughs> no, no, it's not. That's like worse than. Like a table for sure. Um, God, it sucks. <laughs> that bump looked like it fucking hurt, man. And then the uh, slow mo with the sound. The most yeah. important part of a slow mo shot is the sound. Yeah, which <laughs> which is cool, and I like that. And it's in picture in picture. Um, while we get a replay of that heinous shit in picture in picture, the uh, an inexplicable thing happens as Mick Foley gets up. And throws the Undertaker into, um, or no, uh, Undertaker picks up Foley and sends him into a bunch of light tubes. Yes. Um, which, 
I mean, is it the only light tube spot in the history of WWF? E? Maybe. Maybe. Kind of gotta be, right? I mean, we've seen glass, you know. We've seen a little glass action yeah. here and there. King of the Ring 2001, one of my favorite matches, of course. Um, God, we gotta wait for... Sh- we're just waiting for Shane to die and Vince to die. <laughs> um, yeah. It's gotta At be At least we'll get right? to talk about Shane when he wins the hardcore title. Uh, oh, God, right. But that's not, you know... Wait, that's not... That's not a hardcore title match, is it? <laughs> Wait, Shane McMahon versus King versus Kurt Angle at King of the Ring 2001 no, is not a hardcore title nah, match, right? Okay. We don't get to talk about Shane right. at all. All right, yeah, yeah, okay. Vince, um, we don't get to talk about it until he dies. Yeah, that's, well, that's the rule. hey, you're working on that ECW title thing, right? That WWE ECW That's <laughs> uh, the thing you've been trying to plan is you really want to do the Vince run, right? Um, God. Yeah, all, all of those good matches. I've never, uh, I've never even seen the segments. I just see the fucking gifts of him in the do-rag, and I'm like, ah, all right, whatever. Um yeah, light tubes. Like it's, it's this. This match is super slow. I will say that I could see people getting bored with this. Pearl got bored with this. She wanted to watch. She, we were watching some uh, Undertaker stuff, and she was into like a lot of it. She was into the entrances, obviously. And then we watched like a uh, him versus Kozlov. Yeah. Smacked, and she was like into that. That had a nice pace. And then. Um, this was a few hours later. Um, I was like, I mean, I got to watch this one for the podcast and I put it on and she lost interest immediately. You know, there's no crowd. <laughs> yeah. there's, like, it's just, I could see people and you know, not just a six year old. I'm not saying that if you lose interest in this, that means you're like my six year old. I'm not trying to own you. Right. I'm not trying to like shit, shit and fart on your fucking face right now. When I say that your, your tastes are similar to my six year olds, but, um, seriously i get your six-year-old has a point i get it yeah i get it right is what we're saying yeah right right she's smart she's a real smart fucking kid um yeah but they they do i mean it's slow but it seems like they've really gone to fucking war here and you know i feel like before this a a guy going 50 50 with taker had to be almost as tall as him or i mean i guess you know kamala but kamala never got nearly as much offense on taker as mankind does no, no. Right? Like, Taker kind of fucks his ass in those matches, right? Oh, but yeah. I, I wonder, are any of those good? There's no way those are good, right? I mean, maybe. They might be okay. 92 Kamala's all right. He had good matches with Sean yeah, and Brett. Good. And, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Taker's the bigger concern there, but yeah. I mean, again, with the gimmick. Taker was good before people, like, realized it. He is dying to break out of that gimmick and be more human. Like, the Giant Gonzalez feud is all about, like, you know, what if Taker was truly vulnerable? And obviously those matches suck, but they really sort of unlock a new side of Taker. And that leads to the Yoko feud, which I think makes him as a main event star after they kind of blew it in the earlier 90s. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Talking Taker. I f- here's the thing about Undertaker. You know, there's so much to talk about. Infinite. And, and and people talk about the wrong shit. They talk about, you know, fucking locker room court or whatever. We should talk about him as Who a cares? fucking star. Because he's a, a big merch mover for longer than anybody else, you know? Like, he's a very interesting subject. Um, whether you, you know, like him or buy into... I don't, yeah, I don't give a shit about him being, like, like Mr. Neck Tattoos. I want to talk about Punjabi Prison. <laughs> you really want to... I know you, you've, got, you've got that Punjabi Prison episode where we're going to do all the all those... <laughs> <laughs> in one show yeah um it's a oh, long it's a long document man, folks no. folks it's a it's a it, we got a lot of documents here folks 
and the, the one on top says uh punjabi prison question mark question mark three hours um yeah i don't know they they get out and there's like a fire extinguisher and there's the the scalding hot coffee uh which they really go hardcore title yeah yeah that they go real ham with the steam effects on that it's like it's there's a smoke machine in the room like that was pretty goofy you saw you yeah it was that was like crazy they they, they never went that over the top with cough well maybe not they they definitely did foley would do like the empty arena match has a i think a really funny over the top coffee spot um which is obviously is a pre-taped Match, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I say the empty course. arena match, but I'm I mean halftime heat. Halftime heat, yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. They get out there finally. They walk their way through the halls. Uh, Taker's sort of beating him up at this point, and this is where I think it is alive. This is all live. Um, and he beats him up in the halls while like the entire like 1996 Royal Rumble field shouts and cheers for them. Um, it's very funny. It does feel cohesive, though. I feel like this... I mean, it, whether this was shot uh, with, you know, a couple hours between the, the portions or if, you know... Who knows? Who knows how they did this? But it feels like a one thing. They make movies. Yeah. You know, they do make movies. Um, you know, they used to. <laughs> See No Evil. Um, is it called Jason See... Goodness. Is it called See No Evil? It's called See No Evil. Okay, all right. <laughs> um... What's the name of the Richard Pryor and uh, Gene Wilder? See no evil, hear no evil. Right. Because this... one's blind and one's deaf. So this is a prequel to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Richard Pryor's white here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Kane, also, Kane uh, plays a young Richard Pryor. <laughs> Kane plays a young Richard Pryor. Uh, that part where he does, like, he talks about freebasing and how he, like, set his bed on fire. Remember when Kane said that in that promo with X-Pac in 1999? <laughs> Well, I mean, that's just that. That's just part of civil liberties, you know. <laughs> right. Roth, uh, uh, Mary Rothbard would say that we have to allow you to uh, set yourself on fire while freebasing crack. <laughs> There's the thing about Kane too, is that he is also a crazy fucking career. It's so much crazier because he's now like a legitimate, I mean, semi-legitimate politician, <laughs> and just like Knox County, baby, just yells fucking crazy libertarian shit all the time and. Um, and it's like he's more also be- like an insurance salesman, which he's is very like, funny. More, like for a person in his like level of government, he's got to be one of the most visible in in the in the country, right? Like very few mayors have that much of a fucking like social media following. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That guy's doing damage down there. There's no denying that Kane is like making the world a worse place. He's <laughs> uh, really funny though. It's the really big funny. red bleep. Uh, <laughs> I've really I almost said it. Um, don't make me say the word. Um, said it twice in the episode already. They get out. You only said it once. You only said it once, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was clinical, like a surgical. It was, it was a surgical now, strike. Now, <laughs> This part of the match is really silly. Is it good? I, I like guess. it. I think it's good. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's actually. It's I think just... the whole thing. Well, the, once they get in the ring, obviously, when we get into the theatrics. But before that, I mean, they brawl. They, they like, fully rips up the... Like, they're really brawling. They, you know, one of the big TVs gets knocked over. Um, yeah. It's slow, but I still find it pretty compelling. Uh, fully rips up the pads, which... Is this the first Foley match, by the way? Is this Mankind's first match, or has he been wrestling since April? Oh, he's been wrestling. Okay, but this is... Okay, have they had a match before? I don't 
no off the top of my head. Okay, I'm that's right. Don't no, you don't have to do that. Um, in my head, this was the first Mankind match for whatever reason, and you know, I don't know why that is. Um, I guess it was the first time I felt like he was like truly, you know, uh, a threat. Um, or, you know, not a threat. Because, again, I did think he was a threat to The Undertaker. And I always thought it was really compelling because The Undertaker was scared of him. Kind of, you know. And The Undertaker, again, gave 50%. Like, it was... These matches are competitive. Undertaker always gave a lot to Mick. Um, and he didn't have to. He certainly didn't have to. Right? Yeah, they're still king of the ring. Okay. Okay, sure. Um, and that's in June? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um... Yeah, that's the Austin one. God, I haven't seen that that show since since the fucking day it happened. I'm sure. I don't think anybody has. Why the fuck would you watch that show? Um, hey, Mark Mara match. <laughs> hey, you know how to, you know what you know how to get me to open Peacock so fast by saying, "Hey, Mark Mara's on it." <laughs> uh, the Ahmed uh, Gold Dust match is a lot of fun. Uh. <laughs> I'm now. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think you're what a hell of a performer, man. I think you're you're the uh, I think you're the high voter on Ahmed Johnson versus Goldust. I'm just gonna say probably. I mean, I love. Uh, I just you know he's the he he's like a he's like a proto Justin Kyle out there. There's a really good Ahmed if you, Johnson. Yeah, he is. He is sort of a Justin. Yeah, I like that Justin Kyle. Sure, um, I like that comparison a lot. Um, there's a there's a really good little video package somewhere in the middle of the show where he talks about his injury and it's like his wife is being interviewed and it's in that very distinct 1996 like hard copy like you know uh, news magazine style format you know um, yeah yeah it's pretty good Ahmed's cool um, yeah the, the so yeah they pulls up the pads he gives him a fucking pile driver on the floor Taker takes a fucking nasty pile driver on the concrete. Um, and then they brawl up on the apron above the exposed concrete, and you already know what's going to fucking happen, and you don't yeah. need to do it, Mick. You really don't have to take another bump like this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, ne- the nesty plunge? Is that right? Nesty plunge, yeah. Is it... How many... Oh, that's my screen door. Hmm, the wind. Um, how many bumps have a name? That aren't just named after this is the Hamrick bump or this is the Jerry bump or this is the yeah you know, like and how did that the happen? Red bump. <laughs> yeah. Um, I it's a reference, obviously. Uh, to what? <laughs> Motherfucker's like never had tea before. To what? I mean, fucking, you know, there there was an ad campaign. Sure, sure. Take so, an ST plunge. Yeah, so just... I. It's just it's it's so funny. Like, who is naming it that? You know, who is like saying like, because it's somebody fucking with him, and somebody else definitely named that, and then probably got somebody to say it on commentary, and it was all a big joke on Mick, because that's that's Mick's fucking life. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a nasty bump. He didn't have to take it here. He didn't have to take it in the other match. That we... <laughs> you don't have to do that, man. I wish we could have told him then. Look at him now. Um, did you watch Mox Engage, by the way? He's on commentary. I haven't watched it yet. The match is, you know, the match sort of ends before, you know, Gage is fucking broken. He's so broken now. Um, but Foley's very charming. I like, I still like Mick Foley. Still my guy. Um, the turn is, uh, it's a little bit belabored. Oh. It takes, it takes a little while. (laughs) Yeah. It takes a little while to, to get to the actual moment. Um, but I'll just say, you know. You going out there? Going out. Going out. 
Do you want to say anything about uh, Mick Foley or The Undertaker? He just ran away. Okay. Um, you, want, you want to talk about monster trucks? Monster trucks? You want to talk about... No? All right. Um, we'll have him on for the monster truck episode. <laughs> um, yeah, shocking to see... Because, you know, Paul Bear. Go outside. I'm talking about Paul Bear. Um, Paul Bear was a part of the package, you know? I mean, look, I guess you know, Brother Love is there technically at the beginning. Um, but yeah. I, I wasn't... I, I wasn't... I was one year old at the time. I grew up with Paul Bear and The Undertaker. As one act, you know, Paul Bear is always going to be there. Um, and the urn, the special powers of the urn, you know, had been established in the years preceding that, 94, 95. The comma feud where he, like, melts it down, right? Yeah. What really happened What there? the urn was was self-confidence, though. Yeah, well, it was it was the ability to see what was like what you what you were able to truly do. Yeah, it's it's it is like that. You're right. <laughs> the 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 friends we made along the way kind of thing. You know, it's a metaphor. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a metaphor. Yeah, that's definitely what they were going for. <laughs> um, it was so shocking. I was seven, and you know, like I said, I love I I fucking I popped for this. I remember being a kid and being like, yes. Yes, I was so into it, um, which is why this is like such a, you know, this is why I'm, this is why this fucking part of the show's taking an hour, because um, every time we talk about Mick Foley, Mick fucking Foley, right? Like I swear to God, this guy is the most, you know, I've, I've Terry Funk, the greatest wrestler of all time. Whenever you know, Mick Foley was my fucking childhood hero. Yeah, you know? every backyarder. Oh, he's the best. He didn't have to take all those bumps that way. Um, yeah, Percy delivers a really fucking hard shot to the forehead um, with the urn. And and Taker looks so vulnerable here. Oh, uh, for sure. Which, again, shocking. You know, seven years old, see that shit? Now, I mean, you know, you've seen him getting beat up by fucking eight people and rolled into a casket and then his fucking soul ascends or whatever. That's not like this. This is a no, no. This dude's just had his, you know, his his ass kicked, and he's barely hanging on. And then his only friend in the world turns on him. Um, that's cool, you know. It's great. And Percy delivers a uh, Paul Bear delivers like a a nice shot. And man, if we had just had a little trickle of blood off that shot, like yeah. that, man, I was like looking for it because I was like, oh, because he conks him, like he gets him good. Um, Percy didn't fuck around, you know. He's old school Texas guy, so he he throws a fucking weapon shot like he like he's doing it in a real fight. Um, because Percy's not gonna win a real fight unless he's got a weapon, so he knows how to fucking no, throw. God. Yeah, he throws yeah. a fucking swing a thing at, at a guy's face. Um, yeah, if he would have bled, oh. But you know, we still get mankind and Paul Bear walking away to the fucking mankind's fucking Laura Palmer theme ass bottle of minty exit music. Um, loving. It's so yeah, it's isn't it nice? Isn't it the best music? I mean, having an entrance, having a separate entrance and exit theme is like I think we've talked about this maybe on the show, but um, I think it's so interesting, and nobody's ever nobody does that, which I think is really interesting. Um, but that music, it's like haunting, you know. 
Yeah. He's like lovingly clutching the urn. Uh, Percy's pointing pointing to his head, you know? And then the, the fans are just throwing trash at him while that piano plays. Ugh. McFoley. Anyways. What's on? What's on? <laughs> the ghost and Mr. Chicken. I still have it up. Um, all right. So we completed this episode now. Yeah. Kind of. I think so. Yeah. You got any? Are, are you you doing anything for Halloween? Are you gonna dress up as a a, a monster? Uh, I'm probably gonna sleep. Cool, cool. No, not a lot of uh, nobody's knocking on your door there. Not the, not really. Yeah, yeah. Our neighborhood, you know, we're in a neighborhood that looks like it would be like you know, and there's houses like these are you know, there's kids, but we get a lot of trick or treaters. I don't know. I like to stand out there with like a big shovel and like a. I was gonna do my fisherman. You see my fisherman character. The, yeah. new, the new character, the fisherman, where I wear a big hat and a Godzilla mask. I got a different hat for it, actually. I went and bought a, I bought a hat. I went and bought a new hat for this character that I made up. That makes no sense. But I'm working on the backstory, and I'm in talks with Jason Blum, and we're going to work on a treatment for it. He wants 20 pages by the 31st. Um, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to break into the business. Um, well... Rate, review, subscribe, uh, buy the shirts. Shouts out yeah. to shirts, to Matt who's walking around with a, a wrestling is gross shirt, and we got one other order. There's two two of that shirt have been sold. The other one was on a black. I don't know who it was. They have not come forward, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, potentially, people are walking around in those shirts, and they're nice shirts, and. Uh, yeah, merch. I don't know. Fuck I, it. I'm pro it. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're not going to make hardly any money off of it, so don't, like, it's not like that. Uh, but, man, you want to, if you like the show, you want to wear, Matt said he's going to wear uh, the, the Wrestling is Gross shirt, the Onita logo, um, to, to Flying V Theater, uh, headlined by ch- world-famous Cheeseburger versus Hallow Wicked. I mean, look, wear the shirt. Tell your friends, you know? It's the whole deal. Absolutely. Um, all right, so we're going to get this one out. This is going to be Halloween. And then my apologies to Sally. I will get the Sally episode and all of Sally's friends and family and followers um, and fans for Fs. Yeah. <laughs> um, that episode will be out November 7th or 8th. If I say it, I'll, it'll make me do it. I'll have to. Yeah. I'll have to do it. Yeah, bitch. I'll have to do it. Um, Death to America. It's, it's had its run. That's fucking run. Game over, America. Game over. Kirsten Cinema in the fucking denim vest. Couldn't believe it. <sighs> it's really funny. Yeah. yeah. Remy and Michelle ass. Uh I I got a I've got a thread idea. No, I'll tell you afterwards. That's too offensive. I already said enough on this podcast. <laughs> Death to America. Bye everybody. Bye 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 bye. Um it was uh Kirsten Cinema as Huh. I have gonna, I had one I don't picture. Advise I had first cinema as Rocky. I had one picture that was really good. <laughs>